I don't know. We'll listen back to it. I feel like I understood you, but I feel like we've got some weird sibling yeah, tele- te- telekinesis. That's the levitation one. Is it? it? I was going to say telepathic, isn't it? Telekinesis where you can lift each other up, which yeah. we do sometimes on an emotional level. Hello. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the podcast. So, we, uh, Scott, you're going to pull your headphones out already. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That's all we need. <laughs> hello and welcome. But I can't hear anything. Uh, yeah, so hello and welcome to the podcast. We're doing uh, horrors today. We um, we were going to do this for Halloween, but we just didn't, didn't, didn't get it together in time. Yeah. And we've... Uh, we, locations we, changed. Yeah. The season's passed. We stiff we're out. breeze. <laughs> Quandered <laughs> along our upper, upper lip. I don't know if quandered's a word, but I think it should be. I, d- I know what it meant, even though I don't know if it's a word. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's the beauty of it. So yeah, we're doing... I mean, it's Friday the 13th, so we're doing the next best thing. We've been watching a few um, horror films recently, haven't we? We've been kind of going through a few bits. We've got a few... We've basically moved back into the bedroom office, so it's not as glamorous as... Not that the last one was <laughs> glamorous at all, but, it's my, but it was better than my bedroom. But, you know, there's basically like three cameras, lights and everything going on here, all in between the slats of my bed and everything. So we've kind of thrown this together. We've gone for a quick walk. We've come up with some very, very small, minimal talking points. They're not, I don't really know what we're doing, to be honest. Joe, you're losing them. We have plants. <laughs> yeah, we've chucked, a, we've chucked a few plants in. We're hoping that that covers it. We're hoping that like it looks more like... it. Look, <laughs> just pointing at the plants to try to get people interested. Yeah, so we're, um, yeah, we've been... We've been we wanted to do something on horror because of the season. It's been a bit gloomy recently, so I was, we were a bit like reluctant to kind of like do horror. We, we should. We were thinking about doing comedy, which I'm sure we'll do in the future. Yeah, that will definitely end up. Uh, and then coming, coming up, background, uh, I reckon. And then for our next one, we're gonna do a uh, we're gonna do a Christmas special. We've decided that with all the doom and gloom, um, we just need to watch loads of happy Christmas films mm. and and chat about them and just remember what Christmas used to be like. So if anyone's got any recommendations for Christmas films, because we're going to like tank through a few, yeah. we've got a bit of a list already going. Mm. Um, yeah, let us know. Some and, refreshers, some that we've not seen yet, which I'm yeah. surprised that we've not. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. There's, there's, there's some corks on there that I've not seen. Mm. But horror for today. So let's let's talk. Let's talk shop. <laughs> Scott. Scott Giss, welcome to the podcast, my younger brother. 24 years old. Thanks for having me, Jeff. I'm 26. This is Scott. He's twenty four, and uh, yeah, he's um he's pretty much just me. It's like there's not actually another person in the room. We just talk to each other mm. with the same voice. Yeah, I just like I, I just edit myself. <laughs> we just we, we usually just change costume, <laughs> flip the frame. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's how we actually do these podcasts. So like, <laughs> stop waffling, and uh, yeah, what what are your so let's let's talk horror. So are you are you are you a horror fan? Because there's this there's this there's this niche of people that are like huge horror fans, and I I love their like mm. I love the attitude of of the horror fan and how they just refuse to like you know people who just live for seeing people just getting chopped up. It's something kind of sweet about that there is the adoration of it, and that yeah. they don't care about the story, and they just like some people just live for the genre. Some people just like the simple things in yeah, life, don't I mean, they? And it's quite it's quite. It's, Inspiring. Some people collect stamps, Scott. Some people just want to see people getting chopped up. At the end of the day, yeah, we've all got a hobby. Some people like coins. Some people like soul. <laughs> yeah, but what are your thoughts <laughs> on horror? Um, it's 
quite a broad one, really, isn't it? Because like I feel like there's just so many different sorts of them. But I, 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 I love a good horror movie. Yeah, I like. I quite like the fact that they can be daft. Like I like the fact that there can sometimes be ones that make you think a bit more. I think that it's just a broad and like uh, the thing is, I think that it's one of those ones where like comedy blends into it really well. Yeah, and I like a funny film. Yeah, I like do, I just really enjoy a funny. Do you think film. there's something about the ridiculousness of it, like where you can kind of enjoy a horror for anything, even if the film's almost not that good, as long as there's enough like v- like violence or whatever it is, it's just like this is still entertaining enough because it's bonkers sort of thing a lot of the time. Uh, I struggle a little bit more when it comes to if it is literally just okay baseless violence. Yeah, it's like if if I don't think that it's got any wit about it or like a little bit of a campy, funny vibe. Yeah, going on, yeah, or it on. doesn't have at least something to say, even if that something is <laughs> look these sharks are in a tornado. <laughs> it's like I I like I'd rather it say that than just be like, do you want to see what it looks like when someone's limbs get cut? Yeah, off? yeah, yeah. <laughs> So this is the thing, isn't it? It's like, I think I think that's what it is. It's like, for me, it's like if, if there's something, it doesn't always have to be so like poignant. It doesn't always have to be like the deepest thing in the world, but something has to be being said that's kind of worth it. Otherwise, I do tune out. I can now and again watch like a daft horror that's just pointless, but I, I quite like, and it doesn't always have to be like, mm. oh yeah, it's got so much deep meaning to it. You know, it's avant-garde. It can, it can be kind of like a case of one of them, like you can watch a film and it not have the deepest message, but I do... I do kind of think that um, you have to have something when you're dealing with people getting chopped up for it to not be like, oh, this is, we shouldn't be watching this for no reason. There's got to be a little bit of a level of, it doesn't even really need to be depth. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like, it's just got to have like somewhat more to it, I guess, hasn't it? But that's kind of what I find fascinating about horrors and like, and like the avid like horror fan is that like some people who do just live for the, 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 like the genre itself, they just, are so the opposite of that opinion where they're like no like like films don't have to be the deepest most complex thing it's like you can just enjoy them for for violence i guess it's like i say all this yeah. but i'll play a video game and where yeah. i go online and i'll just shoot people or you say that and like you know say we'll watch like a marvel film where all it is is just basically violence but it's okay because they're aliens yeah but i think <laughs> what, I think, what I think, makes but I think what marvel makes a films, horror <laughs> marvel films do tend to have a message but i do know what you mean they make like mm. the different different thing is they are a bit yeah uh, this world they're a bit more a bit more they're, they're obviously a lot more adventure like people, it is weird how like yeah if innocent <laughs> people were getting slaughtered in marvel films yeah, yeah we'd have a, we'd have a problem but they are like just nasty aliens that are nasty so it's a bit different so you get bright man Seen Brightburn? No, is that like the nasty Superman kids superhero horror film thing? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Just basically, it's kind of like if Superman was a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> what would that? If be Superman like? was a little asshole. <laughs> Imagine if they came in and pitched, is that how they pitched it? They walked in and went like, right, yeah, you have seen Superman? Yeah, Superman still, and they're like, we we love it, mate. It's raking in the pennies right now, and they're like, yeah, well, he's a knobhead. <laughs> He's like a guy at the back of like a handkerchief. Just he's outrageous. <laughs> he's a maverick. Yeah. What are these claims? Do you know what it is? Everyone's heard of that, but that story about um, uh, how um, Alien got made, and it was yeah. the pitch. The, the pitch line was that it's Jaws Still, in space, yeah. and I think everyone, I think filmmakers everywhere are just going Superman evil, and everyone's going genius, and it just happens with everything now because so many films have been made. You can kind of say. Yeah, you know, any anything, and yeah. then throw in like a but Yeah, it's not quite. Yeah, it's like Shaun of the Dead in space, and everyone's like, "Yeah, I like Shaun of the Dead. I like space." It's, it's like, quite, it's quite funny when you look at like Jaws, it, like when it says like Jaws in space, like 
that's I don't even know if I agree with that <laughs> with Alien because it's yeah, like it sounds awful. It's like Jaws in space would just be sharks in space. Yeah. What? <laughs> it just doesn't quite make that connection. Come again for big fudge. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's like I think. Yeah, but I do find that fascinating. I think more than any other. Maybe I'm wrong, but I I, I find that more than any other genre, like horror, has this like. People who are just like, no, like it can just be fun. Like, just chill out. And I, yeah. I do I do admire that actually. It's just for me, I'm a bit more like, I don't know, I just I don't know, I'm just a bit intense. I'm just a bit deep. I think I'm just a bit of a deep person. Whereas you, even if I'm laughing, even if it's comedy, I'm like, why am I laughing at this? This needs to be like <laughs> I must analyze this. <laughs> that's a funny yeah, that's hilarious. I'm gonna laugh now. You know, I laugh at <laughs> That's why it's Will Ferrell's comedic timing. Idiot. Right, so oh, yeah, that's that's kind of my two cents. I I think it's cool though. I do like I don't know. I love I I'd love to go to like a horror con or something. Yeah, where you just get these like really big fans of it, and I just find I just love that attitude that people have for it. That I don't think you you do get for other things, but there is something about horror I think where people just yeah. love it. But I do love horrors. I do. I think there's been a. I mean, we've got some things to bring up and chat about here, but one of them was the um, sort of resurgence in horror film in the last sort of I, f- I feel like the last like five years and this sounds really stupid because I'm only 26 but like I do feel like when you watch or- older horror films now and, and I think they went through this phase where like I think it was like the paranormal activity era where they were just yeah. churning out in, in the cinemas at least like but like the same kind of horror film for a long time and I can't I was going cinema every weekend and I just got bored and I kind of gave up on it I gave up on watching horrors mm. like quite a bit anyway like at the cinema yeah, I feel like in the last kind of like few years, we've just had some like really good horror films. Yeah, it's. Got, I think a lot of the recent ones, it's got either like they've they've steered into like you've got sort of two sides of it, where you've kind of got like the side that are like we know that horrors are stupid, and then we've got the other ones who are going no, they can be more than that. Yeah, and then you've got some of them in the middle, like Annabelle, that are just like I'm just gonna stay the same switch off yeah <laughs> they're like yeah. i don't care i just want money <laughs> yeah i just think like in the last few years we had like um get out um like hereditary and midsummer uh the new it um there's been a i, I just uh that the robert robert eggers is a bit of a weird one because his films are kind of kind of horror but they're not i think it's a, yeah i, I think they're they've more definitely like got elements of it I've not seen the uh, the witch, but I've I'm, been told so. Yeah, I've not got around to that one yet, but like the lighthouse has definitely got elements of it that you can sort of see, but like it's not like just a flat out horror because it's obviously a lot more experimental than. Yeah, but I think that's I think that's yeah. where the where the strength of it has come from though is that people are not going like I need to make one of those. They're going oh, what's a cool thing to do and what's an interesting way of doing it, and then they're looking around. Yeah, at the, they're looking around at the other films that are being made, and. Mm basically realising that an interesting thing would be to do it with horror aspects because the horror films have been weaker in mm. the cinemas. So I think you look at a story and go, oh, I could, like Midsummer. it's a film where it's like, it's a breakup movie, but it's been told like a horror film. And I think that's kind of the interesting thing is that like someone's gone, oh, I'm, I know a cool way of doing that because the horror films at the minute are quite rinse and repeat. So it's like, it's, it's that kind of thing where you, I, I think it's, I think I think people are finding new ways to to tell those stories and and horror works for what they're doing. 
and I think that's really cool. But I do think I do think in the last few years, some of my favourites have, have all come from the last few years, and I, which is weird. Yeah. Um, what would you say some of your favourites that you're referring to probably are like the the first it I thought was really good, and I thought like oh like this this is like very stylish, very bold, very like well acted. For the kid actors in it were great. Yeah. And then I thought that the sequel because I know that it, the story of it's in two parts where they come back and they're older. And I remember thinking, like, well, I don't want to watch old people getting scared by the clown. I was like, it's not going to yeah. scare me. It's going to be especially like- if like if you felt like you didn't have any form of connection to it. But I think like is, is this where you're what you are you were you about to sort of say with like the casting and everything? Yeah, that was they that was ne- a very so they, strong yeah decision. They nailed the casting and got the best adult actors really to play like you could get to play those roles. And then when I was watching the film, I loved those those people and they kept trying to tie it back to the kids and it was at the set happening at the same time as the first one yeah and i was just like like you've actually done a good job it's like they didn't have the confidence to do the second half in the way that it was supposed to be now i've not read the book i don't know how true that is if it does keep flashing back even though they're in the future yeah but it felt like they were adding things in because like people like the kids from the first one so we're just going to keep chucking that in so i really like the first one the second one not the first one down a bit for me because it was like it's that thing it was like yeah. it's like you know when you set a film after and it ruins a bit of it, it and it ties into the first and it ruins what you loved about the first yeah i just hate that so much and i just think oh why did i ever watch it <laughs> i could have just had it good. i also kind of thought that like with i mean like sort of spoiler alert for it too like we're you all right for me to i mean i, was, I know you've seen it but i just i'm all right you, mate. are we are we being a spoiler free podcast on this eve uh nah nah it's boring isn't it yeah i can't talk about it so i thought it won. I thought it was a lot better when they actually beat... Like it, it felt more rewarding when they beat Pennywise in the first one than it did in the second one. And it's because in the second one, they're just going like, yeah, you're stupid. Yeah, it's I bit... think you're... I'm not afraid of you, you, yeah. you clown. <laughs> and he's like, I am a clown. Leave me alone. <laughs> now I'm a fucking baby clown. And he just shrinks up and just shrivels up and just goes like, oh, now I'm dead. And it's just like, it just doesn't quite... It didn't feel as like powerful as like you know when like the kids are like yeah no we're gonna bring it back and they're like, yeah. just like whipping yeah I do I do know what you mean I think I think whipping was, around I think the best of the first was kind of repeated and or done mm. worse and then you had like the new element wasn't explored as much so I think it's I don't think it's awful but I just yeah didn't like that as much but yeah I do I do think I do think there's been this big like push for them recently which yeah. is interesting because I don't know I don't know about you but like do you do you go cinema to watch horror as much. Because me and Scott go cinema quite a bit. Not that much. Sounds like a weird brag, but you get the idea. It's a weird flex. Oh, we oh we go cinema. Oh, we like we like screens that are bigger than our TVs. Oh, we can we can afford we can, we, we can afford ten pounds every other week. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I bought yeah, a bloody I, I bought a bloody light card, and that's just set me back way too much. There's no releases or anything. I don't know what's going on with that. That's why I should go independent. <laughs> you didn't that for Start. But yeah, do you go supporting the little guy? Do you go? You answered my question, did you? Or did you? Do you go cinema much to watch horror films? Typically, not that much. Unless I think at the minute I will more so because a lot, like, a lot of the time with films in general, it's like I'll if I hear that it's really good, I'll go. Or if it's like, oh, this is a director that I really like. Or if I end up watching the trailer and going like, I don't know what they're gonna do there, and I'm very interested in it. 
I'll go and watch it. So it's like, I mean, as far as it goes with like horrors I've probably seen at the cinema in like the last like five years, I didn't watch it because I was just like, I heard that it was going to be all right. And then I watched it and I was like, yeah, that was still really, really good. Um, but like, you know, me and you, when we went to watch St. Maud, yeah. like recently, that was just kind of like a, a throwaway. Uh, yeah, I decided to. But a lot of the other times that I've been, it's like, because I'll be like, oh, Jordan Peele, Get Out was incredible. So I'm going to go and watch Us. Like, um, so we, uh, I guess like maybe, would you, would you, I know it's not really a horror, but like towards the last half of it, there's like a little bit of like, there's some like horror elements in it, but like, sorry to bother you. <laughs> like I went to watch, <laughs> yeah, like I went to watch that at cinema and I was like, I didn't know what genre this film was. And I came out of that film being like, I still don't know what genre it is. <laughs> sorry, sorry to bother you. It's not, it's, oh, that's a weird It's not a horror, film. but like, it's definitely got bits of it and it's a comedy and it's a drama. Oh, it's, it's a weird drama. Film, it's everything. It's so nuts. If anyone's not seen Sorry to Bother You, it's one of the most bonkers films. And you're like, yeah, yeah it's 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 just it's like without ruining too much. It's because I don't think we have really yet. It's just kind of a really zany. If you like really zany, quirky, bizarre films where like it just keeps changing what it's kind of doing, and you're like, what am I watching? <laughs> Where's this going? Yeah. But it is good. But yeah, like I, I, I mean, I, I, it definitely has horror, horror elements. But I wouldn't say it's horror. To go back to it too, though, that leads me perfectly onto a note we made that I wanted to bring up to the table, if 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 that's yeah. okay with 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 the team. Yeah, that's okay. Okay, I'm ready. the team is just me. Yeah, <laughs> no, there's not. There's a crew in here with us, Scott. There's a crew, there's a crew monitoring all these cameras. We're probably not even filming it. We don't even know. Have you gone kooky? <laughs> just losing my lid, and I no. Right, look. So when I went to see it too, there was just these people that were just being so annoying all the way through it now my argument for horrors is that it's not an argument for all them i just mean like my problem sometimes with horrors is that i kind of gave up because i was just sick of going to the cinema and it being full of weapons <laughs> weapons it was just full but, of, like obviously i know what you mean when you say weapon would you, you want to I, yeah, I feel like to, you should yeah, no, no, explain no, no, what it is let me just put my drink down scott um what yeah. it is is yeah you need what, two hands for this don't you yeah no i really <laughs> don't like, you see me <laughs> building the energy of my, my grasp <laughs> right so what it is is like you go to a cinema and i get it some people find horrors scarer so what they do is all the way through the bits where they're not scarer they're ruining it for everyone else and i know this isn't a, a, a new opinion i know i'm not fresh off the scene with this hot batch of cookies or whatever you want to call it but the thing is <laughs> no i've got this scott what scott this scott, you don't need to save me leave me to it what it is is i you go to the cinema and all the way through everything in between people and I think horrors do kind of do this to give people a little bit of credit. Horrors do like make you feel uncomfortable and you kind of giggle. It's like being on a, on a ride. You kind of go, oh my God, oh, and you laugh because you, mm. something's made you jump. But then the problem is like, maybe it's sometimes a bad horror, but people struggle to settle back into just like the, okay, now the story's happening again. But the idea is that you're supposed to with the thought of the scary thing in your head, but people don't. They're like, oh my God, that was so scary. I'm not going to let... <coughs> Sorry. I swear to God, Scott, just let me get to the end of this. <laughs> People, people get people let the fact that they've been taken out of their comfort ruin the rest of the the film yeah. for them. So when it settles back down and the, the next scene's a family talking at dinner, they're like, "This is silly. This is silly. they're kind of like they're trying to. It's do you know what it is? Like people that are scared. It's people that are scared before they get scared. So yeah. they're ruining it for everyone else because they don't want to get scared. Whereas what you need to do if you're going to watch horror is let it scare you. 
If you're going to sit there going like, oh, it's going to make me jump, it's going to make me jump. Like when you're watching a horror film with our mum, she sat oh, behind a pillow, ruining it. I was going to say, like when I was literally going to say- Sorry, Claire, if you're listening. Yeah, sorry Love about you. this. Mom, Love gonna, you, mum, what you Christmas? Sorry, mum, we're going to throw you right under the bus. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry mum, you suck. <laughs> but, but, but like when you'll be like, there'll be like all that like suspense build up music that's popping up and then she'll be under the, under the like the, the cushion or like pillow or whatever she's found, like a throw. Yeah. And then all you'll hear is like, has it happened yet? And then, like, you just kind of... Yeah. Oh, like, she's and going, then it happens while she's, she's going, going yeah. and then And then if she does spot it happen, she'll be like, oh, I knew that was going to happen. And it's like, yeah, because the build-up. I was, I, was like, I was like, yeah, like, basically, I don't feel... I need to feel relaxed. And that's the thing. If you be silly in the next bit, the next jump doesn't scare you. So you need to be relaxed so that you can get scared. Yeah. So that you can feel the full effect of a film. It's the equivalent... You know, it's like, it's like anything. You need to... You need to just... Be, go back to your base setting so that it can take you to the next place but it's like if you're going to sit there talking all the way through it which people do in horror films like and I think this is the thing people do and I get this people like watching horror films to chill out a few beers watch have a pizza and have a laugh I get that but if you're sometimes watching a film that is legit supposed to be like gripping and, and scary and uh, say you go and watch something like Hereditary which is, is a horror but it has a lot of like downbeat moments in it yeah. what you then get is that when it kicks off people are ruining every other scene because it's like, well, yeah, but you need to listen to this because it's still like a scene where people are talking. Yeah, you need to still be a bit jumped up from before, but if you're yeah. going to ruin it by being silly or like by be basically being scared that you're going to be made jump again, yeah, you're not going to be made jump again. And not only that, you're going to make everyone else in the room not be made jump again. It's yeah. just like... There's something quite strange about horrors, really, ain't there? It's because obviously, like, you know how they've got their... They've got, like, a, a really, like, established audience, and that's why you get, like, you know, franchises and everything like that. But, like... You know, because obviously the fact that there's like a little bit of a divide between all of them because it can be that versatile as like a, as like as, as a genre can be. Mm. It's like you you will get like people like like I mean even take like I mean I know I'm just bringing back up Family Matters here, yeah. but like you know like oh dad massive fan of like horror hates Hereditary yeah and it's because yeah, he's like nothing happens but it's quite an interesting point when you think about like how much like you know. Like you, would you say that you're a fan of horror, like as a whole, like as like, if you were to say, oh, there's a horror that's come out in like January, I feel like both me and you would be on the uh, on the fence. Usually not as good as the others. Yeah, yeah, the January horrors, they're famously (laughs) shit. Whereas dad will dad will be like, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, yeah, I'm kind of not really in that. I, 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 basically, for me, horrors are like, in some ways, they they're great for me because I don't keep tabs on them too much but I will basically watch like when one comes out and I go to cinema to see it I usually end up being like quite pleasantly surprised because I'm not that much of a fan yeah of, like, but, but it's not that I'm not a fan of them it's just more that like I don't do you know what it is I don't re-watch them so you know when yeah, I finish watching right. other films I go oh that was, that was amazing and I'll watch that again or I know I can binge it again or whatever but I think horrors for a lot of people they are like a release like binge TV or whatever they're like, oh, I need to switch my head off and just watch them at Daft. You know, like yeah. watching, you know, Love Island or whatever. Like people have like Daft horrors. Like it's just something chill to watch. And it's fun. Yeah. Whereas I don't, I don't use that for that. So it, for me, it's like I'll watch them now and again, but um, like because I won't rewatch them, I don't really like have the same kind of like relationship yeah. with a lot of people. I feel. I guess it's also the fact that like, I know that like, or at least I know that what, like the sort of horrors that me and you watch are more along the lines of like 
you know, there will be something like your hereditary midsummer where it's like, it's a, yeah. oh, you've got to think about that. Or like, you've got to like, you know, you've kind of got to analyze it. And then because of that, it's like, when we end up watching horrors like that, you kind of don't get the switch off part of horrors that you get from, say, watching like, because like recently I ended up watching through both of the babysitter films. Yeah, they're supposed to be good. They're actually sick. Yeah. Like the second one has like a very questionable ending, I I thought. But at the same time, even though it was like, like it was one of those things where like, you know, when you can watch an ending to like a, to a film and then it will make you go, I think that just ruined the first film yeah. and the whole of what I watched the second one for. And it's like, what? The, but I only got that from like thinking about it for a bit afterwards because while I was watching it, I was like, yeah. Because it's just like it's just it's, it's just it's just switch off your head. Just yeah. watch, the, just watch the pretty colors. Look, there's a lot of red well, going I on. Think that, I, <laughs> like, I, I think like I'm not, you know, like, I am probably a bit like I do like things to be quite deep, but like I do at the same yeah. time feel like when I watch a, a daft film, if you do it well, I'll enjoy it. So like, there was my question, or a question I have, is like the argument for so bad it's good. So like with horrors. You've got like your Sharknados and your Shark Octopus versus Tarantula Terracuda and stuff like that. Or like Piranha 3 Double D. Beautiful, <laughs> beautiful pieces of cinema. Masterclass in masterclass in the arts, aren't they? They just don't make films like that anymore. They just I mean don't. they do. They make a lot of them. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but like um, I think Sharknado's on its like seventh film. Yeah. <laughs> You might want to sit a little bit close to your mic, by the way. Oh, sorry, is it not? Or just pull it a little bit closer to you. Is that okay? That's way too, that's way too close. Is that about? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to talk a little bit about the podcast. So we're going to discuss Sharknado. Why do you... Oh, it's so breathy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll be, I'll, I'll be Ave now, I'm sorry. Scott, I'd like to talk to you a little bit about some horror films, if that's okay. Why is it so entertaining to have your voice in your ears... You don't, because you never have it, do you? Yeah, you never, you never have, do. You never have like an exact, an exaggerated version of your own voice. Like, I don't know if this is going to sound Shh, deep, but you never get to. You've been so, you've been so uptight. I'm, I'm you're stressing everybody out. Joe. <laughs> yeah. But ain't it sad that you never get to, like, this is the one time where we get to whisper sweet nothings into our oh, own ears. Oh, God, don't ever say that to me ever again, man. <laughs> Rank that. I, oh, I'm sorry. I forgot you were here. <laughs> <laughs> it's sweet nothings, but you're my brother. One and two, it's just it was way too intimate. Like, do you know what it was? It was that like I didn't get a say in it. It felt a bit like like you just you just went in. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Right. So babysitter two, <laughs> or whatever we were talking about. Where were we? Right, we were talking about. It looked like it was me who has to bring it back. Yeah, because you've got the notebook. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not looking at it. my phone's on it. All oh, right. I'm just. I just. I just remember things. You go. Oh, we're talking about. I have to be the one who's like. I'll. I'll tell you. <laughs> right. What we were talking about was the uh, the argument so bad it's good. as to whether. It, yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna start doing this on my own. Probably be easier. Right. So bad it's good argument. So it's like. Yeah. So basically, like, what 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 constitutes that? Okay, so, for example, here's here's my here's my um here's what I want you to debunk for me. Is that like I think if a film knows it's bad, it's different. 
So a Sharknado is a film that is, is aiming to be like, we know what we are. We're a film about shark tornadoes. Don't judge us. Like, we, we've already beat you. It's like, don't, don't worry. We know. <laughs> yeah. It's like that. Yeah. It's like, I know. It's like, I know the joke wasn't funner, but I just felt like I needed to say it anyway. <clears throat> that kind of person. It's, it's just like, I need to get that pun-based humour <laughs> in yeah. the form of cinema. It's like, <laughs> like, I know you know what you did wrong, but I'm going to tell you anyway, because I need you to know that I know it. It's that kind of thing. It's like you make Sharknado sound so pretentious. It's like it's like you go for it's like when you go for an ice cream at the ice cream van, and Joe, he goes, "Let's, Joe, no, let's let me, not try and make it smart." No, yeah, it's like when you go for an ice cream at the ice cream van, and he's like sauce and sprinkles, and you go, "Yeah," and he looks at you like, "I know." Everyone has sauce and sprinkles. Like who's who goes to, who goes for an ice cream, and doesn't have sprinkles and sauce, and then he pours a bit, and you go, "Go back and put more on, mate." that's not enough. And he's like, I know, it never is. And I'm like, exactly. So why are you asking me questions? That's why there's seven of them. And that's why there's seven Sharknadoes because the thing is, at the end of the day, it's one of the things where they know what they're doing. They they know. They beat you to the point, you know. They, they already know what they're doing. They're already well along their way into proving their existence. They've earned their existence even though we all know they're silly. Everyone, everyone's heard it before, but they're going to keep still making them. Like when they made the first Sharknado, everyone was like, look, like this is bad. And they were like, we know. So they made they made like seven or whatever it is, and it's like, and the every, same people watch it, and the same people go, it's awful, and they go, we know, <laughs> put them sprinkles on. <laughs> I know you want them. You can keep saying it. I'm gonna do it. I think that made sense. I don't think it did. I, like, I don't know if it did, but I don't know. We'll listen back to it. I feel like I understood you, but I feel like we've got some weird yeah, sibling was... tele <laughs> telekinesis. That's. The levitation one. Is it? it? Telepathic, isn't it? Telekinesis is where you can lift each other up, which we do sometimes on an emotional level. It's nice. (laughs) Fuck's sake. Stop snapping things. Who made this wire so short? We'll get to the bottom of that after the podcast. We're having an angry angry phone call to Sony. I'm going to ring Sony. (laughs) I'm trying to do a podcast here, my headphone wires. Absolutely (laughs) tiny. Yes, that's right. You're on the line. Right, yeah, so bad it's good. So, yeah. So, like, I think, I think, I think it's self aware it doesn't count. And do, do you think that's a, an excuse for. So, so, sorry, I've not worded it very well. Let me very quickly word mine in a less silly way than what I did before. I, f- <laughs> I think, I think, these leaves here, man. It's like, like we're in the jungle. Um, why would we just between, put like six plants in and just try to make as if it's a, a studio? Right, between so I guess. <laughs> so I think like basically a film like Sharknado, like I say, gets away with it because it's not so bad, it's good. It's it knows it's bad, it's not failing at anything. So it's aiming for so it's kind of good at what it's trying to do. It's basically aiming for the gutter and then like just bouncing off of it. Yeah. <laughs> instead of instead of it's aiming like, for the sky and falling, it's like, no, like a game of Kirby. We can go lower. <laughs> we used to play Kirby as kids. We used to throw the ball and it used to hit the curb. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's. Look, you're making this harder for me to explain. Look, <laughs> like what what it is is what it is is the um yeah. If it's if it's that if it's that level, I know I've said this point ten times, but it's because I've not said the next bit. It's and I need to I need to just I need to start the run so I can build the right pace. So it's the fact that if a film is is bad, but trying to be bad in a funny way, it kind of isn't bad. It's kind of like laughing at bad films or whatever. It's kind of like like Sharknadoes and films like that are kind of laughing at failed films, yeah. parody sort yeah. of. It's like yeah. it's like it's like me. It's like me and you sh- 
you know, it's like me and you, it's like me and you aiming to do a bad film and it, and it and it being bad. It's like, well, yeah, they're trying to do that. So they've kind of succeeded at that. But when a film is really trying to be good, really trying to be poignant, really trying to get a message across or whatever, and then it fails, then it's kind of one, you're kind of meaner for laughing at it in that way. But at the same time, I don't think that excuses the so bad it's good. I don't, I find that's when I struggle with like a horror in that way. I think it's down to just how you, like in a nutshell, I feel like it's just how you like end up receiving it. Like mm. I think that if you say that a film is that bad that it's good, if you genuinely think that it was supposed to be a good film and it ends up being bad, yeah. but you enjoy it because you're like, what were they doing here? Yeah. It's like, you know, it's like, 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 I'm, like a, a good example of it is The Room, Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, yeah. It's just one of those films where it's just like, if you to, if you were to actually talk about it bad, as, a, it? As, a, as a cinematic piece, you would go, that was shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, at the same time, there's something really enjoyable about it because of the yeah. fact that it's just like, it just... It just doesn't but stop because, making you go, yeah, why true. was this decision yeah. made? But also, one of the things that makes that so funny is, because obviously, you know, if you just see anything of like Tommy Wiseau in interviews or like know anything about him, like the more you look into it, the more funny that film gets. It's yeah. one of the reasons why it's such a cool thing. And it's because of the fact that like, you know that he set out to do something there mm. and he didn't do that. He did But that's kind of the thing with, yeah. Something that we have all enjoyed but not for the reasons that you wanted to make of, them. Partly Unless my point, it's all an act. That's partly my point, which is like with, um, like you know how they made the Disaster Artist, the film? Yeah. And the whole film is, I think the only reason that film works is because at the end of the film, he achieves something and he makes a film that everyone loves and that was what he wanted to do in the first place. Yeah. You, you've got a beginning, a guy, uh, a guy who's an embarrassment, you know, quote unquote, yeah. is, is is trying to make a film. All the way through the film, you, you kind of laugh at slash... You laugh at him slash kind of admire the fact that he's trying to do it. Then at the end of the film, he actually achieves it because he makes the film that bad that people love it. And it's only because of that ending that that whole film is not like the meanest film ever made. And that's kind of the same thing with like, I think watching films that are like so bad, they're good. It's like kind of, it's like, it feels a bit mean if it's just Mm. a failure, but it's kind of, I don't know. Well, it's because I guess like Room's probably one of the very, very rare scenarios where you can look at it and it's like, that is a success story. Yeah. Of a, yeah, of, that's of a is, yeah. that bad it's good. Whereas most of the other films are that bad it's good. It's like it's an underdog. They, they, they are just yeah. they are just awful. Because I mean, like, obviously, no one knew who he was before this film came mm. out, and then he made that, and that is the only reason anyone knows who he is. Yeah. But it's like you know, say for example, when you come on to like Short Sharknado or anything like that, or like you know any of these yeah. ones where you already know that they're going to be you like. Is, well, I guess like you also kind of like marry into the franchise a bit like the more that you enjoy it. have you actually watched any of the Sharknado films no <laughs> there's honestly like, me and me and uh, me and Kane one of my like one of my best mates like we we just got drunk during third year and just, yeah, see, just got through about like three of them but that's what they're it for was just, they're just they're just so good or we watched one of them but it went on for ages I can't tell which because mm. It all looked, yeah. it all looked inconsistent to me. See, this David is the, Hasselhoff was there. I don't know, maybe or someone. See, this him. is the thing that like, those film, those films, like that's what they're for, isn't it? That's what they're for. They're for, they know what they're doing. 
they cost that amount. They yeah. cost the amount of like people are going to buy this on DVD and get drunk. And like they have to kind of divide the price by seven because there are no groups of people that are going to watch yeah. it one night online. It's not going to be a like. One of the things I find funny about it is like you know with these like B movie like horror films is a lot of the time I just know that like they must get the budget and go right. Well, don't yeah. you dare think that any of that's going on the special effects. That's staying exactly the way yeah. it is. Yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna bring in. Tara Reed. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Tara Reed. She's the one from uh from American Pie, isn't she? Yeah. 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 I mean, she went in like the big brother they're all like big brother people. That's what yeah. they're like, more known for now. Like they used to be big in yeah. like, the nineties to two thousands, whenever it was. And then they kind of like went in Big Brother and now they're doing horror films just out of nowhere. It's like Michael Madsen who's in Reservoir Dogs, like he's done a few. Like he's done loads. And apparently like he did he did an interview recently where he was saying that like Quentin Tarantino is always like laughing with him because he's doing these like random films. I love that. Which is just kind of funny. It's like, you know, you got the the guy from like Tarantino's like most iconic scenes, like he's you know, in, in, in all of his what a lot of his films. And he's like just doing like budget like be you know, like a bunch of girls go down to the beach house. And it's like yeah. he's like he's playing the cap. <laughs> he's like, You kids better bring it in by nine and they don't listen. And then, you know, like something tries to kill him or something, and it's just like that's creature a, features is the term, isn't it? Creature features. Yeah. Like, a, there's a separate point there, which is why hasn't Tarantino, for all of the gore that he does, yeah. ever made a horror? Mm. I mean, he I doesn't. Mean, I, granted, I want to see so many different films as his tenth one, by which I mean I don't want him to stop directing after his tenth. I don't, like, I don't think he's the sort of person to go out and out on a horror but I can imagine him implementing that into like a scene like really yeah. directing like a horrible scene is like his thing rather than being like I'm going to throw in a well he chucks in like a splash of that in almost everything because yeah. like, he's known for his like ridiculous like gore well I think and this I is know. what I like about his stories I think are that the fact that like they like he, he has you laughing when you're not sure if you're supposed to be laughing yeah and, and, he, and he, he he disturbs and then relieves and kind of he knows how to just like sort of play with your emotions quite a lot and I think horrors not that they are this because they shouldn't be really i guess but like they they are seen as like a bit more out and out they're they're scary like should i go and watch that because it's scary rather than being like something that is going to take you through a yeah. few different motions like the problem with horror is that they're, that they they their genre triggers one note in your head just like comedy it's like if you think of like a western or you think of like a sci-fi you know that can be horrible horror sci-fi funny yeah. sci-fi whatever but if you think of a horror you don't think oh like there has to be a hybrid thing there where it's like comedy horror a bit more I think so I think like horror like has this one note feeling to it already yeah. even if you have a comedy horror that is mainly a horror it's mm. like it has to be people call it a comedy horror because yeah. it's it's different rather than being like well it's just a horror you should watch it yeah I guess well that's the thing I guess like you know what I was saying earlier when it was like um like horror can be such a broad term because it can be yeah. like your campy films it can be your your gore fests like saw like when i say campy i mean like you know you sort of like that like that sort of like babysitter kind of mm. films where it's just like this is just silly we've got that guy from vine in it yeah like um that guy from vine <laughs> like king batch isn't yeah, it yeah. yeah oh what an age <laughs> <laughs> what an era vine was like it was like that long ago it will feel like it it'll be like one of the things that you tell your grandkids like, we used to have vines where people used to make six second videos or whatever it was yeah but then you know you get that now and then everyone's like yeah we've got tiktok it's like oh come on you oh that's cute you think that tiktok's mine tiktok i can't keep up with tiktok i can't I, yeah i say that i've not really been on tiktok but <laughs> during like something comes this is this is why i think people get grumpier as they get older because like you 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 know something's a fad before it hits you and then you know that it's going to probably stop 
Yeah. I'm not saying there's because there's nothing <laughs> no, that's but there's nothing wrong with a fad. But I do think I see TikTok and I go like that won't be around forever. Like something else will replace it. So yeah. I, I'll wait. <laughs> I'll wait. And if it's around for five or six years, I'll be like, yeah, I'll get TikTok now. <laughs> and that's when I'll get on it. Yeah. But it's like like things like Instagram, Facebook, it's like, it's like, what, like a stubborn, like what a stubborn yeah. grandparent would probably yeah. be when it comes to like Facebook is like, oh come on, yeah. Back in my day, it used to be well, emails remember? or faxes yeah. or I don't know what they did. Would well, you remember when no one had Facebook but younger people? And then like, well, I say younger people. I just remember us having Facebook and our parents not. So I'm, I'm talking for I'm talking for a generation here. But like, I think like I, I remember there being a point. <laughs> I am the voice that everyone needs right now. But I remember like you know, and then at the same time, like your parents get on Facebook and it was like okay, but then like not now. It's kind of like shifted over to Instagram. I feel like with most of the people that I know, where everyone's on Instagram. And it's like, but not like our parents aren't on Instagram, for example, but they probably would go on to it eventually, but they have to be pulled over. They have to be like, you know, people have to like kind of, you know, fair enough, it's going to be there, then I'll move over. And I'm I'm kind of in that mindset of like, like I remember having Snapchat and then it's like, no one uses Snapchat anymore. So you should get rid of it. Yeah. And it's like, well now it's, it's like, everything's got stories now. Yeah. So it's like Facebook's got stories. Face- like Snapchat yeah. does. Instagram has it. And it's like, there's just no point. See, that's it. the thing, isn't it? Is it's it like, like I, know, I, I mean, I don't want to talk about horror films anymore, but still, it, that's <laughs> the thing that's interesting about like that social media is that they do that thing now where they kind of, um, Facebook and Instagram and the big ones just mm. add the, add the best things to their platform. Like yeah. Facebook do Facebook dating now, like Tinder. And like Instagram has like, I didn't a, know that that was Instagram a has like a 10 second snippet thing on it now that you can add, which is just TikTok. Yeah. So it's like, they just, they just do that thing where they're like, you know, more people are already on here and doing it. So they're just going to eventually move over. Yeah. They just jump in before it gets big. And then. <laughs> yeah. Just, just kind of like, just kind of like batting it down. Yeah. TikTok like, tries that's, to climb. That's on the rise. And they're like, we'll keep an eye on it for a couple of weeks. And it goes really high. And they're like, okay, yeah. we need to put in a plan to get rid of that, you know? Although I don't know if this is like a topic that we can necessarily like draw out too much, but how funny is, and it does bring it back to horrors. <laughs> yeah, please. How many, <laughs> Let's get back there. Yeah, we do need to get back to it. But how funny is, I, I can only think of one example, but I know that I've definitely seen like a bunch of them, like trailers where it's just these naff horror films that are all based on like, oh look, we've got to get to like the young people. <laughs> so look, they're on their phones, right? Yeah. And it's like, oh, so it's a horror set on Zoom. But it's like you remember when they made <laughs> there was one that was like, this app and it and it counts down to the day that you die. And everyone's like, ah <laughs> like <laughs> screaming and it's like, I don't know why they died. I don't know if it's like a final destination kind of thing. Why would you get an app for like, that? Why would you download why would you, why would you, that? Yeah, why would you get it? You'd just be like, oh great. It's gonna fucking there probably kill is them. an app for that, and I I will not be downloading it. <laughs> but it probably is. Do you know what? It's probably not very accurate. I, I've got a real I've got a real pet hate. Like like the tiniest pet hate in the world. I hate it when people show their phones in films, and like how do I word it? People show their phones in films, and the like interface that's on the phone isn't a real one. Does that make sense? And that's no. Oh, is it like when someone goes on it and it's like, this isn't Google. Yeah. This is. No, I mean like so. so Google yeah. or like you know it's. Like, or they're it's messaging. Like, unless it's, it it just seems to be this thing that no, like if people do it they never get it right at least where like they'll be messaging and it's like they can't use the app they, for whatever reason they can't use the Apple messaging yeah like look so they'll make a new one and it's like so much like so often it just looks weird. I, I, I newness is a film that I really love, and they're on like a dating app, and it's like it's like they're swiping like fucking like up, <laughs> and it's like doing like ticks and crosses, 
And it's like yeah. it's kind of Tinder, but it just it's looks de- weird. Yeah. It's like that's just not. I, I <laughs> definitely and it's supposed to be set in the real I world. So I'm like, that's not an app. That. It just makes me go, that's not an app. <laughs> yeah, I definitely get that, but like, I think I'm. I'm being an idiot. I'm, I'm being no, difficult enough. Yeah, you're being a Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm, I, was. no, I was gonna say like, I, I feel like I'm on the like completely other side of it where I go. I don't like seeing stuff like Google on there because then I'm then the cynic in me is like, is, is this all just product placement? Even mm. though it's probably not. Like I'll, I'll like, I remember the, I think there was like something on Netflix where they called it an Uber, and I just I just like mm. I just yeah out loud I know what went, you mean yeah that's the real horror that's the real horror is is, is, is like is, the global corporations yeah it's like it's them just shoehorning things into everything it's like so it is you do notice it on something where someone's like oh man like should we go get a subway you know like, why is that in there why is yeah. that why is that in this film but it's like it's like you know it's been paid to be in there but at the same time there's a level of like can you make something look genuine yeah and not like you've copied something it's really hard. I think it's, but there is, I'm just thinking of a few examples in yeah. certain films where I, I've always found that really like annoying when like something, I think when it's when like, like a really naffly right. designed one, if, yeah. it's, if it's one of those things where like you can go, like I, like I do feel like, say for example, if I'd watch newness and they were on Tinder, I'd actually be more annoyed at that. Yeah. You're making me think, you know, you're because think like, I think I'd be a little bit more annoyed. I'm waffling today. <laughs> Someone. I think all my points are just like, like being debunked. Like, say for example, like I, like I see it on Newness, and I get a little bit more of like a you know when you watch uh, Black Mirror, yeah, and like there's the swipey one on that, and yeah. you go, that's not a real, but it's that's in not its a real world, app, but yeah. it clearly means that this, yeah, it's clearly like a little bit of a, it's trying to make you think about now, yeah, because it's then, but it's also but set in its own world a lot of the time, because the fact that this app's been made up, it means that you're watching it, and then you'll go, all oh, right, okay, like this isn't Tinder, but like it's. Like now, it's not yeah. now. It's not Tinder. It's not Bumble. It's not like what are the other ones? Happen. There's happen. a lot. Of them. <laughs> happen. <Really laughs> happen. That's the one where like if you walk past people, you can like match with them, and yeah. it's like super not creepy on the advert, but still kind of a little yeah. bit creeper. It's just like you walk past someone and you're staring at them like that. It's like Pokemon Go for dates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just someone in a bush. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> You're <laughs> sort of waiting outside someone's house. <laughs> like, He's in my tree. I heard, you, I heard you're nearby. It's like, yeah, get out my get out my garden. <laughs> I mean, you could. Yeah, it's, that's creepy. But no, it's like when you when you get like one that's like just a oh, it's not any of those apps. It kind of means that it's like it's not about Tinder. Yeah, it's not about like like if if say for example it was Tinder that's getting ripped into and then yeah. Bumble and like, yeah. The other ones just don't get touched. You'll be like, "Oh, this is." That's the thing, is you'd, you'd feel like it's more attack, like it's more like it's attacking one particular one, whereas, yeah. or it's advertising one. Whereas, if they just do it as like a, this is just an interface. I think it kind of makes you go, "Oh, right, this is a general all rounder," rather than saying, "Yeah, oh, you, oh, you're on Tinder. You should probably." Mm. You should probably download. Yeah, you should probably download Hinge. I know what you mean. It becomes like you can. Uh, well, I guess that's a, yeah. That's a really good point because you then bring so much of yourself to the film that you want to, rather than you're like, oh, this film is for people that are on Tinder and telling them that they've got a problem or whatever. If, yeah. if the people in the film have, but I guess that's to do with the character and not the app that they're using. But yeah, I know what you mean a little bit. Like it can kind of be like that, especially with something like Black Mirror that's trying to say something. If they were like, it looked like a shot. It looked like much more of a political, not political, wrong word, like a societal like message to attack a company 
and and and, yeah. and, and um, you know like disencourage people to download this app or whatever it is, rather than actually to get a message across about the people um, using it in a more like kind of relaxed way. But I do get that. But let's get back to talking about some horror films. But yeah, horror films is the topic. But we <laughs> we love horrors. They're our favourites. I also like. I just keep af- wanting to talk to I this also mic. Like I don't being know why. afraid. <laughs> Fear's good. Means you're still alive. <laughs> I feel like I'm interviewing you when we do this podcast. Here's a thought. <laughs> it's because you change the tone that quick sometimes. I think, it's, I think it's all about going up and then, you know, like bringing it around and then bring it down. Just bring it down to making you think. Because no good point is brought to you by being screamed at you. You need to just go through the motions a little bit. Think about it. What I'm trying to say is, Scott, what I'm dancing around, what I'm building up towards, what I'm mustering the courage to ask you right now as I look into your beautiful little face. Is why do people like getting scared? I'm so good. I should. We should get guests on. I might just spot you <laughs> off. <laughs> no. I'll just interview someone. I'll use it there and go like, so dating app, sir. <laughs> Happens still a thing, <laughs> right? Yeah. Why do people like getting scared, Scott? Tell me that. And for all, from a quick one, from our readers back home. Hang, hang, hang on a minute, Joe. You can't just ask profound questions and then say you're stupid because you don't know the answer. What? Tell me. <laughs> What, what what I think that is yeah. the answer is is this because you don't know the answer yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a release I think it's the same thing as um, people going on roller coasters like it's pure fear it's adrenaline see that's what I was going to say no it wasn't <laughs> it's, it's it's a rush but at the same time it's like it's that balance against like watching a film for it being a film and watching it for being an adrenaline rush so maybe we figured out that answer to why people like horror so much is it just like the rush you get from watching one because mm. you can't believe what you're seeing and it's like, how is this film going to really push me to the edge? So I'm, it's like when you, you know, you're younger, and like we're, we're obviously part of the internet generation of people like showing you a video and you going like, mate, that's the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. And it was like, it was all just to, you know, you, I remember being at school and someone had like, you know, you'd all be huddled around and someone's like awful phone watching like something graphic they'd found online yeah. from like a horror film or something. And it was always a case of like, well, this is, this is shocking. And that's what you'd all huddle around for. And I think it's partly that. I think it's like, oh, I want to, test myself to see if I can stand it which is weird because I remember when I was younger I watched Scream when I was way too young and I remember just being like I remember the opening scene where the guy gets killed just being like I'm, I must I don't know how old I was but I was really young and it just really was like I shouldn't have watched that at the age that I was hmm. I actually seen Pulp I remember watching Pulp Fiction when I was like I must have been about 12, 13 and I watched the gimp scene in that and I was just like I just I'm just sat there like this is a lot. I just couldn't get, like, I'm not sure I understand it all. But it hits me like weird it's now. It's like I watch it now and I'm like, I just don't like... I actually hate the fact that I watched that when I was that young. I think that like, I shouldn't have watched that when I was that young. That young. Cheers, Dad. But like, um, <laughs> he was like, you're like this. <laughs> <laughs> not that scene. He put on the film. <laughs> just puts that one scene. Yeah, hey, son. Here's He's it. also the kind of person who plays that video. <laughs> He's definitely not. No. He's the kind of person who plays that video of that car going down that road. You know, oh yeah and it and jumps then, up and then just out of nowhere it's just fucking quick cut yeah <laughs> yeah just no. the, the scream I, maybe that's me that I've never really enjoyed just being scared I think that's why I like jump like jump scares you, you know when we were on about earlier where it's like horror films and like you kind of like when we were sort of saying like you, it needs to have its own edge yeah whether that's a quirkiness whether that's like it's got a like, you know it can just be campy 
if it's like funny or if it's got like you know some of this like you know oh yeah you've got to like oh this is a lot more profound like let's think about this mm. let's think about culture mm. <laughs> like with like I don't like a film that is literally just right we've designed the monster looks quite generic and it's just gonna be jump scares yeah like nothing makes you think nothing makes you laugh it's literally just look we're being serious this is just gonna but be but we want you to just be unsettled every now and then yeah yeah <laughs> it's like just sit down and get weirded out yeah those kinds of films you have to watch with people I find I, I, yeah. I mean, this is me anyway, but I just, I, I cannot relate to people who sit in and watch like, um, just, just like horrible films, like films where they're just like horrible and dark and freaky and, and strange with, with any release or any light in them on their, just on their own. I'd what have sort of examples would you say? Like I'm trying to think of, uh, I just mean like. Not films like Hostel, because Hostel would it be like? Would it be like? Not necessarily the first, because I want to. I, I can't remember them all properly, but like you know, the first like two or three thought uh, saws were quite no, strong, but yeah. then the later ones, it's just literally look. I more mean films like movie. like Human Centipede, like two. Have you oh, seen that right. one? I've not seen the first one, to be honest. So the first one, the first one's way more clean cut than people taught, mentioned it to be. It's like, it is pretty much like, if you don't see anything really happen, they kind of get, yeah. they catch these people, they like wake up and they get told that they're going to be sewn together and then they get sedated and then they wake up and they are together. And it's kind of like, they're trying to get out. And it's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's not a good film, but it's like, it's a horror. It's just kind of quite, Typical horror. The second one is a premise that doesn't try and go too so the second far film, because it's already got that. Yeah, the second film is is just so gross out where it's like a film about someone who's watched the first Human Centipede and he's going to copy it and he's like a weird guy who sits at home all day on his own and he's like um, he watches he works at like a he works at like a he works nights at like a car park or something like that and he basically like captures people. And he does it with like state. He does it, but not like a surgery. He does it like with like staplers and things he has around the house. And he yeah. does it with like tens of people. It's not like three people. So it's like it's the film. The first film is is about the whole idea is that it's about a guy watching the first film, and and, being, and, just, and getting the wrong yeah. idea and copying it, which is interesting because that's obviously it's it's kind of a good premise in that way if it had more to say because mm. there's a good thing about people going like oh horror you know horror you know I am I am not in the vein of the like horrible things make you violent like you know we I play GTA yeah. I play. I watch horror films or whatever and I, I'm not a violent person. But the thing I is, think... I think we also grew up in a time when like, you know, when like sort of like, there was a whole lot of arguments that pointed the opposite direction mm. and we were just sort of like kids playing our violent games going, no, I don't, I don't feel like, yeah. I don't feel like doing it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've never, I've never thought about it. Like, I've never I thought about it. was the whole, like that was when like it's Manhunt a... had come out. Yeah. And, like, there yeah, was like that a was, whole yeah, that was thing that like, kicked off about that. But that's what I didn't like about so Human Centipede too. I actually watched that on my own, and I remember just sitting there and being like, oh, "This is just like I just don't. It just makes me feel like grim. So I'm just yeah. watching nasty stuff, and there's no enjoyment. And I'm not watching it with people drinking or having you know, like having a night in and being yeah. like, oh, oh, whatever. It's just I'm just sat there on my own, like, oh, he's gonna use that stapler now. Oh, that's weird. It's just horrible. It's just like a weird thing. To, and then you just finish yeah. your night and you're like, what now? Whereas I could watch something else that's got a bit more like, bit more like of a backbone to it. I feel like we can move on. Yeah. I think what we need to talk about is a point that you've told me that you want to talk about that I don't understand yet, which okay. is okay. Scott's written down 
on this notebook that we scribbled together in about five minutes on the park in our daily exercise walk before we sat down for this podcast. He's written smart horror and why it's ruining cinema. <laughs> Which is so bold because you're saying something good is ruining, ruining cinema. No, I'm not, I'm, oh. So no, the floor is yours. Okay, so it's not necessarily the fact that horrors have been made that are smart. But it's the fact that there's just like a massive divide now where people are like, oh no, I only like intellectual horrors. It's like, come on, a horror can also be just an absolute wet wipe. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you can watch, you can watch Final Destination and be like, this is not good, but I like it. Or you, like you can watch like you know you can. It's it's kind of like the argument of like there's it's so much broader, but smart horror is just so belittling to all my little dumbass friends. <laughs> And you. <laughs> no, I meant my friends are the films, not I don't oh. have any real friends. Like, <laughs> when I say when I say that, I mean like, you know, bloody I don't know, like how like how nice like watching, you know, Megadactyl or whatever dad's been watching. Mm. Yeah. Like it's really nice, like like I, I enjoy watching those sort of like stupid sort of horror films that just have like do you think we need little to no intellect going on in it? Because you do need a bit of dumb fun. Like, yeah. You need that. So do you think that that's what it is? Do you think that we need, like, you go to the cinema and you go, well, all right, what's on? And you just need that as one of your options all the time. Like, when you, you're going down the listings, you know, you've got the next Marvel film, mm. the next, you know, Tarantino, the next whatever it is that's on. And then you you, you feel like you look, need that thing at the bottom where you go, like, oh, that's just going to be like... So the thing... So you're going against me. Because the thing I I find that it annoy, that annoys me, but you're going no, we need we need that for people to just relax and be daft yeah. to sort of thing. I think no, because I, I mean I'm not necessarily talking about the I'm not talking about actual smart horrors like smart horrors. I'm like oh yeah that we that's pretty cool. It's nice watching a yeah. film that is a horror that is also smart. Yeah, like obviously you know that I love like Hereditary. I know like you know that I love like Jordan Peele and stuff like that. And like I argue that like anything that like Mike Flanagan's put up is just like that makes me think, and I mm. like it. But it's more the fact that like you know when you get people who will literally be like, I only watch smart horror, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, me. <laughs> you. So I guess I guess what I'm trying to say, Joe. Is that you're ruining cinema? <laughs> <laughs> that is what you you're dancing around this point. Why do you you got me to you got me to write down on this piece of paper? Can you make sure that I bring up the point that smart horror is ruining cinema? Then I was talking for ages about smart horror, and you're like, "Yeah, it's you. You're ruining cinema." No, because no, because I don't like. I I honestly I do love watching stuff like obviously. <laughs> <laughs> digging a grave keep going it's like, keep horror, going. like smart like smart horror is like great like it yeah. is fantastic watching those sort of things but it's like I don't like the fact that there's like a little bit of a divide in like yeah. in terms of like like you're alright to be fair because you will actually <laughs> thank you you're alright <laughs> right. no because like I mean you will watch something that's a bit campy and be like oh, I know it knows what it is yeah. it's, like, yeah. it's, it's fun you know what it is <laughs> What do you think about it? It's a film. It's Paul. Yeah, so it's like you're 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 saying that. Yeah, okay, I get what I do get what you're saying though. I do I do think there is something to be said for like like I say there is a need for if there's not like films can be many things. It's like you need those. You do need those um, those films that are just like oh this is just like switch your brain off and, and have some fun. I think basically. 
in a nutshell, what I'm trying to say is we need to just call shit horror films shit horror films, and that's it. And then... Because the thing is, everyone will kind of use, like, oh, smart horror as, like, a, yeah. I just don't like watching, you know, I don't like watching bad horror films. Yeah. And that's kind of what they mean all the time, instead of actually meaning that they need a specific thing from their horror. Because it's like, I'll, I'll be like, I, I will turn around, I'll be like, I, I can't be asked to watch films like Annabelle. I can't be asked to watch films where it's just jump scares, where it's, there's just no character or anything mm. to it. And it's just bland and jump. Mm. <laughs> like, it's just a whole lot of... Bland and jump should be our um, pop duo name. <laughs> yes, I'm jump. <laughs> Fuck you, Jack. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Bland right and Jump. <laughs> bland and jump, that's a all good name. <laughs> No, I know what you're saying. I cut you off a bit there. <laughs> but yeah, like it's, when, when you do watch a film and it all it does is like it either makes you jump or it makes you feel just empty inside because you're watching nothing. Well, that's the thing, isn't like, it? If you're watching a film and you're bored waiting for a jump, that's, then it's just a bad film. Yeah, you're like, oh, something it's interesting not, needs to jump up because I'm bored. Yeah, but it's not necessarily the... It's it's the fact that like now it's like when you watch something and it's like you but you can probably watch something that has like a blow of jump scares in it yeah. like Hereditary does. And Hereditary, you could argue, is closer to being a film like Annabelle than it is to being a film like Babysitter. Even yeah. though I'm like, Babysitter's great. Yeah. Like Hereditary is incredible. Annabelle, I've not seen Annabelle, but I know it's shit. <laughs> you keep, you've said Annabelle about four times, and you've not even it's, seen it. It's because it's because I want to say great. the Conjuring franchise as a whole, but well, I've you only like, seen Conjuring. See, the Conjuring, like, Conjuring's pretty like good. That. So there and you I go. Think, so this, you're the problem here then, because you've not no, seen. No, get no, your fingers no, away. Because no. you've said that I've seen like I've I've seen the second one, and I think what was the other one that they made with the fucking nun? It was called the nun. <laughs> it's called the nun, and it was. So you've seen one film in the Conjuring franchise and you <laughs> hate all of them besides the Conjuring. You've not seen them. I've seen three of them. Oh. I just said that I watched oh, you the saw second the, sorry, okay, one. I've yeah, watched the second seen, one. Oh, you've seen Conjuring 2? Yeah. Oh, you're confusing me now, are you? Yeah, like, I've I, I realised that I said that I'd watched one and then I went, oh, wait, no, I have watched another <laughs> oh, one. Oh, wait, I've got them all on blu I forgot how forgettable. They yeah, are. That's, yeah, like, that's, a point. that's a point in itself. Yeah, it's the fact that I have watched them and I was like, and it seemed genuine as well. You either really well acting, or you just genuinely just forgot those yeah. films. So, well done. No, regardless, same with Insidious. I, in fact, have I watched Conjuring, or am I thinking of Insidious? So, what do you think about like horror film? Um... Yeah, they're all the same. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about horror film franchises then? Because there's they, they are so franchise heavy, aren't they? Horror films, I, I feel anyway. Yeah. I think it sort of depends. Like, again, because obviously, like, with it being like, 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 obviously, I mentioned with like Saw. I watched like the first three Saws, and I'll be like, I think it's three anyway. I can't really remember where the cutoff point is. I can remember one and one and a bit or two, but I can't remember three very well. I feel like maybe it's because I watched them when I was younger. Yeah, but I thought that they had a little bit more going on to them. Yeah, and then as they like made more and more of them, it was just. Look, we've got another person, but this person gets crushed by. I don't car. think Saw will hold like, up as much. Like I feel one. like if you watch Saw again now, and I'm I'm guessing this, I'm not seeing them in years, but I remember when I was younger, they were like one of almost like the introduction to me watching twist films. Like, yeah. I, I, not that I had not watched films with a twist, but I knew that every time I watched Saw, it was going to end in a twist. It was like, yeah. you know, like like he get you know, the guys in the room or the, the you know, 
like there's one that happens at the same time as another one and you're like whoa yeah. like and oh it's not God, even that's what happened and it's kind like, of not so that clever. impressive and it's like it's not yeah it's, it's just it's, a, it's, it's just like a reveal <laughs> like at the end it's yeah they just dress it up like this was happening at the same time as that one you're like, oh my god yeah and it's like it doesn't like you know i i think i think they were kind of don't get me wrong i actually don't mind the saw film like what i've watched the saw films but i i've i can't remember them and then like i know that in its early days it was like it had a bit of a strength to it, mm. but then there was just a little bit of a rinse and repeat formula yeah. where they were like, "We know that people aren't actually watching it for the for the plot twists, but some of them might be." So they'd still throw in like a twist, but it wouldn't be like a genuine or like a thought so out what? one. It'd literally be more along the lines of like, "Right, let's get Chester Bennington in a garage, <laughs> and then like, you know we're going to drop about- a car on his head." <laughs> like, do you know what was like good about Saw though was that like they I always you know I kind of think that half the time like regardless of what you're into with films it's like how obviously how it gets into your head is the thing that makes it interesting and I think the thing with Saw that people loved so much was the fact that you would watch these films and you would see a puzzle and it would be like what would you do it, that's the thing isn't it that's the ha- that's the hook it's like mm. this woman's got a I don't know cut <laughs> cut somebody open or whatever it is to get this key out and then she lives. But that person... In the first one, it was like, you know, that person's a convicted murderer or whatever, and would you kill him to save yourself? But you, you're not a murderer. And it's like, the whole idea is the conflict. And you as a viewer are obviously going, yeah. oh, yeah, I'd probably do it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd, I'd yeah. kill that murderer, actually. You know, it was that kind of thing, wasn't it? Where I, I think that's their hook. And that's the thing that people kept going back for, was that they'd sit down and go, what... What am I going to do this time? You know, it wasn't what are they going to do. You don't. I don't remember one character from Saw, but you always watch them yeah. and go, "Oh, that puzzle, that mm, how would I do?" It? It's like, and I think they started that. Like, I'm not saying escape rooms and stuff weren't a thing, but they were a big part in the escape room, yeah, like surgeons in the last like few years, where everyone's like gets put in a room and they go, you know, there's a guy here and he's going to come in 15 minutes, mm. and you and your friends have got to find a way out. And it was like such a big part of that, I think. I think something. But hey, what do I know? So that they started leaning more towards with like sort of towards the end was like, you know how like in the first one, it'd be like a, this is what could happen to you. Yeah. Like this is like, not as in like it happened to you, but I mean like this is what could happen to the character and then they'll probably get out by doing something. Yeah. Like strugglesome. Whereas like what they started to do a lot more often was they were like, oh, but like, you know, people got a bit let down by the fact that they didn't get to see the violent part, yeah. even though they already saw the violent part. Yeah. So that you like what they started doing a little bit more was they'd make it so that it's like they managed to get through more or less the entire puzzle mm. doing all of the like, you know, bodily harm that they have yeah. to do. And then they'll go, but then we're also going to kill them yeah. in the saw trap way because yeah. That's what you're here for, right? Yeah. There's probably <laughs> like, like one trap in the whole of the Saw franchise where someone, someone, yeah, someone, <laughs> someone, someone just gets out. <laughs> someone just goes, oh, yeah, I'll do that. Get out. They have to, you have to see something gross, I guess, to make yeah. it worth it. Saw, Saw's a kind of a good excuse for a franchise though, because it does keep reinventing new like traps. Mm. No matter how bad the story is, I don't know. I, I, don't, I honestly don't know because I can't remember. But like, there is, there is like, they're almost like short films, you know, short like, three minute buzz pieces on like, you know, if you were thrown into this room, what would you do? If you were thrown into this room, you'd watch that as like a YouTube yeah, mini series or whatever as like you and your friends like, oh, there's a new one this week. Let's sit down and see what we would do in this trap. I think there's a like a, there's a, yeah, there's I think, a digestible I think if you like, almost think of that. it in terms of an anthology sort yeah. of thing, like 
obviously it does it does kind of make it a little bit more like a, it's making me want to watch Saw now because I've actually not seen Saw in so long if we end up watching all of the Saws it's going to be even worse Wait, this is a what thing. if I end up watching it and then I realise that I'm just basing all of these off of that time that I watched it about like five years ago the problem is the problem <laughs> this podcast it turns out I end up going oh mate Saw's sick get Jigsaw tattooed on my arm the problem, <laughs> the problem is with these podcasts is that we we are supposed to watch the films to have a discussion about the films but we, what we do is we watch some films we get talking about the films. Then after we've talked about the films, we want to watch them. So what happens is, like, for example, we didn't watch the Saw films because we know we've seen them, so we watched other films. And then we talk, and then we get talking about Saw, and we go, oh, that'd be good to watch. <laughs> and, it like, and it's like, no, we're done with horror now. Halloween's gone. Yeah. Everyone celebrates Friday the 13th. Same time next year, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Pencil it in. <laughs> Same setup. We'll probably still be in this, in this uh, huge office that we've paid for. That we've... <laughs> for with all these genuine leaves. We'll probably be in... Leaves. Amazon. <laughs> mm. We well, do actually. Uh, I think that yeah. If we're in COVID much longer, to be fair, we'll actually um, these will grow. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like a rainforest. This is the funny thing about doing this uh, podcast is that every time we do it, we we're leaving it like a, way longer than most people do podcasts in between each episode. And the problem is that we look different every time, and we're in a different setting every time. And I've had so many different phases since then. Yeah, you've been through a lot. Yeah. <laughs> It, you know, when we did that Chris Nolan one, it was like years ago. Yeah. It's very interesting. To be fair, though, it is just... During a, my funky shirt phase, because that was in the summer. That was three episodes ago. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what was I doing three episodes ago? What was I going through? I think I was doing great. <laughs> what was I going through? Well, I think I was doing great. <laughs> I changed jobs. I've changed jobs since the last episode. Or the one before that. <laughs> We should just do updates on our lives and start talking about podcasts. Oh, I'm doing about great. It's like, yeah, how have you been? <laughs> yeah, actually, actually a bit different, you know. But yeah. Anyway, what was I going to say? Uh, franchises we're talking about. So I was going to say, have you got a favourite horror film franchise or one that you just think is killing you? Paranormal Activity started to, weirdly enough, took me a lot longer than most people to get bored of it, I feel. I feel like it was like always a bit silly. But I kind of, I felt that less was more throughout I kind of did find it scary I don't know why the endings were always scary yeah but the rest of the film wasn't I think it's because <laughs> I think that's one of the things like you, you could almost argue that it's kind of got a similar structure to Hereditary go on do you not think like do you not think that like you know when you watch it and it's very much like okay so look it's like you know we're setting this like family yeah and then like I don't. Know. I think it's more the fact that it's like not a lot happens, and then there's like a whole lot of research that's going on in there. Mm. I feel like I'm mostly basing this off of that bit in Hereditary where she finds that book. But like, yeah, like that just reminds me of it, and I'm like, oh yeah, there's actually some similarities to it. I don't there think that they're very yeah, similar I'll films, give you that. but the structure wise, it's like yeah. it's a lot of the 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 horrible way of wording it would be to call it waffle. Just mm. there's a whole lot of waffle and then like a really good payoff at the end. Yeah, I get that. It's like sort of what you'd call it. But I remember I think that like I think that like they obviously all like they have both very different styles, which kind of help them. And I think Hereditary's just got like really strong cinematography. What, what I will say about Paranormal Activity is that the first one when I first went to see it, and I I feel like most people are not in this vein really much anymore. Shout out to James Warbeck. My boy, I can listen to this, James, and you better be. 
because you're one of my five listeners. I, uh, <laughs> it James will vouch that when we both went, we went to the Odeon in Leicester to watch um, Paranormal Activity. And it was one of the, like, and I'm, I'm going against everything I've said so far in this podcast, really, because that, <laughs> we're, I'm completely debunking everything. I can't wait. <laughs> Basically, me and James went to watch Paranormal Activity, and it was one of the best experiences I've ever had at the cinema. And it was, it was partly because everyone was just screaming all the way through. But it was like an anomaly. It wasn't like that. It wasn't like you've got four people at the back making noises. It's, it was like everyone there was like, oh my God. When you were talking about it too, yeah, you really are going against yeah. everything you no, said. No, I'm so sorry. I've gone back on it. No, so what, maybe what it is, is I'm trying. Maybe you don't like people. Jay, doing... Jason, get you, on the, get you on the line, please, mate. <laughs> Phone a friend. <laughs> no, what I think it is, is I think there is, there is a difference between a room of people. I, I, do you know what? Yeah, maybe, I don't know. So what it what I was what I was thinking was that was weird because I was just caught up in it because it did give every it, those films stop and the whole thing is that they sit there and you're like oh what's happening what's happening what's happening and everyone in the room was getting like oh at different moments yeah and I feel like everyone was actually like kind of building on the tension because it wasn't like obviously I don't know why it was so mad I'll never get over it, it, it James I, I wish we was here now because it's like it was just the maddest cinema experience it was one of the best times I've ever had in a cinema like everyone was just like what is going because nobody knew much about the film uh, and we were young though we were younger was it, then to be was fair. that also I was like, happier though I feel like you know when we were about that age I feel like someone told Scott you're us. supposed to laugh when I say I was happier then so people don't think I did just have a breakdown <laughs> I just went I went. I was happier then and carried on drinking my beer and you're like yeah uh, <laughs> moving on yeah we're trying to get him help but the point is <laughs> Because when you move on, it's like, oh yeah, he was, yeah. And we're just going to move on from the conversation. Tell everyone I'm fine. Carry on, Scott. What were you saying? I don't know now. I just want everyone to know know I'm doing great. I was trying to distract everyone from your breakdown. I don't think I I had a point. I was, I used to be, honestly, let's go back to my breakdown. I used to be magnificent. I was glorious. Stallion. I was like an eagle soaring through the soaring through life's challenges and coming out on top. Now I'm brittle and broken. I can't even finish my sentence. Well. <laughs> You're just barking at the microphone now. I am. I know. Oh, no, I've remembered what I was going to say now. Yeah, go was, for um, it. So I'm, I'm going to start crying. That's okay. <laughs> but um, I feel like that was when we were also like very very naive, and I feel like someone told us that the paranormal activity film was real and we were like oh right yeah really there was an element of that wasn't there and then it was like oh yeah i mean like yeah because of course because it's it's not been like shot and it's like yeah it's, it's been shot it's just the found footage film <laughs> does the ending of paranormal activity work because there was a few endings and is it steven spielberg who like changed it or something but isn't it where the first paranormal activity ends where she throws him at the camera and when you think about it that's the dumbest ending but i loved it like she, she, like there's all this stuff with like, but because I think that was the one where he changed it and made it so that it was like bigger. I don't know. I don't. To be honest, I don't know. I didn't know that Steven Spielberg had anything to do with it. I just know there's two. I feel like that. I, I just know there's two endings. I think they might have rode that wave a little harder than it was hitting the the wave. <laughs> My point being is that I don't fell off the board. I feel like they were riding a very slow wave, and they were like because the they could throw. It's like that thing where someone goes like Martin Scorsese helped me out with the script and it's like he, he didn't he did this one thing but you're going to throw his name on there to say he was you know whatever yeah. so basically I think I think I don't know to what extent he got involved but the ending obviously <laughs> he watched it and was like I don't like it the, well, the original ending to Paranormal Activity was that like they were they were kind of um, 
obviously they're filming themselves in bed every night to show to see what's um happening and then uh, to see what paranormal entities are attacking them or doing things and you know a curtain wafts you're like oh but then in the end like she he goes downstairs and then she comes up throws him at the camera and then walks up and then kind of like smiles and then there's like a moment where she like jumps at the camera and it cuts off yeah and it is quite freaky but it is at the same time it doesn't make any sense for the actual um yeah i think that's the re the re-edited ending yeah. ain't it well the other one it's like the police come or something yeah it's literally it's lit i think the other one it's like there's less like because remember like there's that shot where it's like on the door yeah and like obviously like you hear like the footsteps come up and I think in that one, it like pauses for like ages. Yeah. And then you just get like a jump scare cam, like, you know, the body gets yeah. thrown at the camera and then she like walks, like she, she like walks waddles in, over, don't she? And like, doesn't it, like she throws it at the camera so the camera falls. Yeah. And then it's and like, then a- it's on the floor and then she like sort of like looks at it. What is she Whereas I think, like, in the, um, I felt like I was being so serious for so long then. And then I was like, you know what? I need to pull it back. <laughs> like, I hate myself because I was leaning in, like, going, yeah. And then then what did she do? And you did that. And I was like... And you are like, ah, oh, fuck. I don't want to see that footage of me just, like, sitting there going, yeah. And then, and then, the, and then it falls, yeah. And then you went, you... <laughs> but, like, um... No, like in the other one, it's like literally she just walks straight up and then just like sits down in the corner and then it does like a whole like time lapse thing yeah. again. But like, I think this time when it does the time lapse at the end of it, she just gets fucking mowed down by the popo. Yeah, 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 I remember that. Yeah, it's a weird one, isn't it? I, that that cinema experience was genuinely... <laughs> Speak. Oh, but yeah, you were you were speaking of the experience of the cinema. The first time I went to see um, that film, I maybe maybe I'm the reverse of what I am now, and I was like making too much noise for someone who was actually trying to watch it. Then I don't think I I don't know how much noise I made, but I do remember it being like I do remember being scared. Put it that way. Yeah, and it be like so it it didn't ruin it for me back in the day. So maybe I've misunderstood something there. But I do I do find there is this thing where people do ruin the tension of horror films sometimes maybe but there's a difference how listen here there's a difference between a moment being genuinely scary and people being like oh my god oh my god oh my god like it's like a comedy you know if something's funny and everyone's laughing i'm not like shut yeah. up shut up i'm trying to hear the joke down over there. <laughs> yeah. i can't hear it you know I'm not, down over there steve yeah. carell's still speaking <laughs> yeah it's not <laughs> i'm not like getting annoyed because of because everyone's doing what they're supposed to do mm. it's when they're not it's when like you know like the film is just like two people talking and people are going this is stupid and I'm like well yeah. I actually need to hear this for the next bit to be scary it's like so you you know yeah you shut up I think especially when it's got like you know one of those like slow build up of like a mm. like, you know, and that, that, that sort of mm. sound just comes in all the time where yeah. it's like slow build up and then it's like boom yeah because yeah. I quite like it I actually quite like it uh, I think that's yeah. the difference so I think when I'm watching a horror film and like the tension's going and going and people I can hear someone in the background oh, oh, the, the, film, the cinema's that loud that's the beauty of the cinema is that it does yeah. drown out people a bit if they're just being a bit like oh. 
I think and I don't mind people screaming when they get made jump. Sometimes it can make a horror film scarier. Mm. It's like a comedy is funnier if everyone's laughing. You ever been to watch a comedy on an empty screen? Yeah. And you're just in, you're just not, not, in, not, in a, you're not got a lip on, but you're just in a bit of a like, I'm not, you're not howling on your own kind of mood. Yeah. And you're sitting there and you're just like, no one's laughing. And you're just like, was I, I remember no watching like, I remember watching like Avengers on like day one of it coming out like the, yeah, the like you know the Avengers Assemble and it's like, I remember everything in that being like <laughs> oh my god it's like the funniest film I've ever seen in my life mm. and it's like I've laughed more at that than I have at most comedies it's because everyone was because laughing. everyone's laughing and it's contagious I'm so grumpy I think I think that there's a little bit of a that sort a of goes point. back to, it goes back to like a whole it goes back to like almost all the points we've sort of made earlier on which is you know, like, you know, with the whole going to a cinema and like, you know, people going for like different reasons and like sometimes people will probably go to go to the cinema to watch a horror because they want that that element of like, oh, look, we're all like watching something together. And then that's when they'll sort of be like, oh, no, it's like part of the atmosphere. We're, yeah. all, we're all a bit jumper. Yeah. And then obviously if you're watching something like Hereditary, or what one would call a smart horror. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that's when, you know, you've got some of us who are like, I'm trying to feel the build-up. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of, and like, I know that I'm quite guilty of that, because I agree with you, at the same time, that I will also completely take that back when I go, but I do like watching horrors with my yeah. mates, because it's so fun to just rip into it. Maybe I like, just don't you know, have just... many friends. Are you okay, Joe? <laughs> No, but I mean, like, I don't actually watch horrors with friends anymore. I used to do that more, like, this sounds like, this sounds really sad, doesn't it? We can watch more horrors. Yeah, but you have to, because you're my brother. <laughs> there we can do. It doesn't mean anything. To be fair, It doesn't though, mean anything if you're supposed to. To be fair, though, we, like, I do want to do that one night. Just have a few beers, order a pizza, and just tank for a few stupid horror films. Well, we've got the beers. What are you doing after the bloody podcast? <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you asking me out on a date? <laughs> I'm asking you. In, I, I'm asking you in for a date. <laughs> I'm so I'm so excited. <laughs> I never get asked. That I can't wait to. And I never thought I'd say this, but I can't wait to watch Saw one through seven with you. Two. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe even all of the Annabelle franchise. Right. So I'm not watching the Annabelle franchise. <laughs> right. We've got. Let's let's go through some of the recent watches that me and Scott have been going through um, ahead of this podcast. So what we're going to do is I'm just going to very quickly load up my list, the list of films we've watched. We're not going to fucking go into this too much, it's a bit extensive. But we watched, so, just because we watched some really good films. So, we watched Midsummer and Hereditary, recently, which I, I think I prefer Midsummer. which, is it Ari Aster, is that you pronounce his name? I did reviews from both on our blog, if anyone wants to go and check those out right now. And then, um, yeah, I, re- I really like those films. I thought, um, I really enjoyed um, Midsummer. I thought that was a crazy film. Mm. And I really liked the fact that it was bright and happy looking and that it was a breakup film more than anything. I thought that was quite kind of weirdly sweet. It was interesting. <laughs> it was interesting to think like that, to be fair. I've, I I think out of the two of them, I think Midsummer's definitely, as, as much as you can't really call either of them pretty films because they are very, very disturbing, but they're, they are yeah. still very, very beautifully shot They're very films. nice. Yeah, they're nice looking films. Like... I'd say Midsummer is definitely like the like it's it's definitely the better looking like there's something about the setting that looks really good whereas like Hereditary it's like the cinematography in there does go like above and beyond what most horror films do I'd argue that the cinematography in that is better than Midsummer 
but Midsummer is just like it's more unique. Mm. Yeah, that's whereas right like Hereditary it. is literally like this is every horror film that you've seen, but it's been done a lot better. See, <laughs> I don't. Kind of I think the thing about Hereditary is that it's not. It is a horror, but if you didn't have that last kind of act, it would feel so much less like a horror. Yeah. It's tense and it's it's sad, but it's like you don't. I know you can't weigh up horrors purely on jump scares. I think that's a bit of a tendency that people do a lot. That's a bit annoying sometimes. When they go, "There's no scares in it." It's like, yeah, well, it's, horrors aren't always about like making you go, "Oh," it's yeah. about making you feel off. That can be horror, you know. And I think I think in that way it is a horror. But I do think that um, I think the last act kind of makes it fall into that category a lot more than the rest of it. I think the rest of it is yeah. just a slow burn in film that's unsettling. It's about grief and it's very like yeah, low key. Whereas or, I think that, I feel like Midsummer is the same. I think like if you kind of eliminate the the end of Midsummer, there's some horrible things that happen, but it's kind of not as much like a horror. There's just graphic things that happen in it as yeah. more than it is just like a horror film. Which yeah. is what I think people's problem who are big horror genre fans have with these films is that like they're not they're not that gore you know gore a minute or scare a minute type films. Yeah, it's kind of like it's more like how do we make you feel weird, but in an artsy way. Yeah. Rather than it being like a, we're gonna make you feel a bit uncomfortable, but, I, but it's okay because you're used to this kind of uncomfortable. That's what I, I like, think. That's man. what's good about get in my head, get me head, get in make me think, get in my. It's probably a good thing. Right, it's it's, it's going to be really. Camera's cut off. Let's, let's get on that. <laughs> I know where we were at. We were talking about Hereditary and Midsummer as a whole. Before we. Are you wanting to move on to the next topic here? Or? You can carry on. So there's just one thing that I just like. I just. I just love in hereditary i think that this one bit is enough that makes me go this is probably one of my this is like one of the horrors where i'm like this is really good but like you know that part where um it's just that one shot where like it lingers on um i can't remember his name but not the guy from death alex, Note. is it alex wolf i don't know it's either alex wolf or Nat charlie's wolf. Is they're both the same no is his name charlie or is the girl called charlie in the film it doesn't matter. The guy, the, the teenage lad in either way, uh, in either way, Death Note's brother. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> that doesn't help anyone. Else. <laughs> Carry on. Okay. Um, but that part where like he's like lying down in in like yeah. his bed, and then like all the way through that shot for ages, but because it just doesn't draw any attention to it whatsoever, like all the way through it, like she's been there in the background the whole time yeah, and it's yeah. just like that that I just thought was like so clever because it's like I remember in that it's kind of like you know what you were saying with like paranormal activity where like you jump like everyone at different times is going like oh no this is starting to make yeah, me feel like, uncomfortable yeah, yeah. it's like th- there was a little bit of a of a feeling in the room I feel like when we watched that where it was like oh I was there. hearing people yeah. I was hearing people going like oh fucking hell yeah and then I was like what what oh, oh, oh my god I yeah, was kind yeah. of there like <laughs> 
This is, this is the first road. Oh my god! You just like sort of jump up because the like, shot is up. like him in bed and it's still, and she's like yeah. very subtly in the corner, and you just mm. it just takes you like even if even with your best eyes on, it takes you a second just, yeah. to, just to register that she's there. And it's but just, it's like, like really being in a dark room, and you know if you see like you yeah, know you know like yeah. the swirls on like on like furniture or something, yeah. and you get like you know the two circles that look like eyes. I had like, that oh, last night, weird. you know, in this very room. You get that though, don't you? you know that is I, a thing. Yeah, I, I had it last night in this room because we set a lot of these stands up for the podcast today and last night, and I wasn't used to those like shadows and I clustered them all together. So I had like a body, like it sounds quite free, it's quite fitting, isn't it? But like yeah. at basically at the end of my bed, I put all, I put like the cameras and the light stands together and there was just this like cluster of like human just, height just things. Yeah. And I just woke up in the night yeah. and freaked me out for a sec yeah. I just looked up and I was just like there's just all these things like stood at the end of my bed and it was just dark and I couldn't register because I didn't put a sheet over it I've had to start putting my coats in my wardrobe because every now and then I wake up and think they're trying to kill me <laughs> Scott you, you've definitely lost it the government's after me <laughs> you, you've definitely lost it you've definitely lost it um, yeah. yeah what else we got on the list so yeah I, his films are good man I, I'm looking forward to whatever he does next that um Ari Aster, who did um, Midsummer and, Her- and Hereditary. I yeah. think they're both strong films. I know they're not for everyone. They're a bit slow and stuff, but I do like them. I think they're unusual. We watched... Um, so we watched... Uh, you wa- We watched St. Maud. We went cinema. That was our last cinema trip before the uh, the second lockdown. Yeah. We were, where it was ripped away from us, but we went and watched Literally it. Literally like a day before, wasn't it? And it's like a quiet character film, but it's, if, if anyone's like, I don't know if you can get it online, I think it might be on like VOD and stuff. It's like a new film, it's by like a first time director called Rose Glass. And it's just like, it's, it's a really good um, directorial debut. Like it's really strong and it's, but it is off and it does that thing that like Midsummer does where it really subtly tweaks, it uses visual effects to just throw your eyes off for a sec. Like someone will open their mouth and it'll be like that bit bigger than it should be. And you're just a bit like, it just takes you a set. And it's that same yeah. thing that we're saying with hereditary where like it kind of gets in your head. It's not just like, that's a scary thing. It's, it's like, not just oh, like, that, that doesn't feel right. That's like a yeah. normal person screaming, but her mouth's like a bit bigger than it should be. And it just feels off. You it's know? good when it when a horror film manages to do that, ain't it? Because it's like, it makes a whole, it makes a whole tone around the whole mm. thing rather than just goes, right, you're in your safe place. The build-up music means that you're yeah. gonna you're gonna get scared in a minute. And here's the scary thing: it's yeah. like when the scary thing you're not too sure what it is. That makes everything scary. Film. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Because when when a film can make you jump at any point, and it establishes that because the tone is just eerie, it just makes you go, "I'm already a little bit panicky about watching this film because yeah. anything could happen at any yeah. point because it will scare." Yeah, that was a, with more than just you, you stand a trope. That was a good film. Something I liked about that film is it was filmed in Scarborough. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Like just like seeing the films like, set in yeah. Scarborough. I was like, you just don't really see that on that like, Scarborough uh, beach. So yeah, I, enjoy, I enjoyed it. I, I, I'm I think it was a bit slow at times. Is my nitpick, and it, it's not like it wasn't. Those just things in it that I just felt that like weren't really for me. But that's not necessarily to say that they weren't that great. I just found like the the pacing of it, and I, I don't know, like I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was. It was quite a quiet film about a nurse. It's just a bit like me. <laughs> but everything was really good. And yeah. you know, certain people will, re- will kind of take to it more than others, I think. But yeah, it was a really good film. That's that's like out and about at the minute. We watched it. We've got to give a special shout out to uh, Who Be Halloween, which is Adam Sandler's new film that we've got watched. 
he really does give like a very Oscar-worthy performance. It's um, it's honestly, it's 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 up there with Uncut Tom Gems. Hanks as what Un- Uncut Gems. I think it's up there with his best performance since Uncut Gems. <laughs> it's just like you know, what, yours is better. I'll do you know you're I'll, not sure? If, do you know you're not sure how <clears throat> how he's still doing these things? Like he's kind of cooking and naked and it's like, are people still doing that? Yeah. Like it seems a bit offensive. Especially when it's not like profound or anything like that. You know, you know when you watch yeah. like Forrest Gump and you're like, oh my God, yes, it's supposed to be like, I guess the message house is sweet. Is like, it's, uh, it's the message is sweet. It's that like, Halloween. It is, isn't it? it the whole I message is that like, he's a person who cares about Halloween and cares about protecting people. And even though he's a bit like weird and a bit different or whatever, it's okay, like he, he, he cares about people and he's got the right Kind of, it's the classic kind of Forrest Gump. What are you laughing at me for? <laughs> it's the fact that we're talking about who be Halloween and you're giving it so much meaning. I'm Don't giving get, it credit for not... the one thing it gets right. <laughs> the, one, the one thing. There's a I couple never... of, there's, to be fair, there's a couple of laughs in it that I did enjoy. Help me! Help me! <laughs> there's a running gl- joke with his hip flask. Thing yeah, the hip flask is amazing. But it is, it's one of the films, it's not edgy enough. It's not got like, it's just so safe, like all the jokes. But there's there's actually I more. I feel like we wanted, be. we wanted it to kind of take a little bit of a hot fuz turn, didn't Yeah, we? I wanted it to be like, like you wanted dark. it to be like, oh yeah, look, oh, something's a little bit off yeah, about this. that's why. And I then thought, you were like, yeah. oh no, I want the place to be in like a cult and oh, now yeah. it gets violent. Or, I actually know, wanted there like, to be like some genuine like kills to make it like, yeah. I was up for like, like a, like when I looked at the poster and stuff, I watched the trailer for it and I was like, right, I know this isn't going to be that good, but it's kind of a not. It's how I feel with some Adam Sandler films, though. Like you know, the Ridiculous Six. I've not seen it. I've not seen but it, but like, like I, I just, I'm assuming it's not great. And I looked at the trailer. You and was see like, Adam Sandler, and you assume it's not. But great. the thing is, that film though, I looked <laughs> at it and I was like, that's a really good. Like the the whole like the pitch for it is good. It's like you get you know six comedy actors together it's a, sp- a spoof on the magnificent seven it's called the ridiculous six and yeah. it's like i'm like yeah that sounds really good that sounds really good if it's made well you know if it's got like a i don't know like some some you know you're not anchorman it's like a bit zany and a bit wacky or whatever or something yeah. like that maybe like where it's got that like if it parodied it yeah parodied it yeah. in like that sort of way it could just be like oh no this is really yeah. good it's clever because it takes the piss out of like old yeah. films like this yeah. and it's like yeah it could have, or like the, with the Halloween thing, it's like if it was a bit more graphic, so that you actually still got your fix of a Halloween film, but it is really funny. Like if it, if it turned that. into a horror at the end rather than a Halloween film, yeah, you'd sort of get that. I mean, what I will give it credit for is it's a film that's like it's nice to have a Halloween film. Like sometimes it's nice to see a film that's set at Halloween. Yeah. Like I think like is it like Monster House that like old animated film and then like, oh yeah yeah and then oh, this film like I don't know if like ET is I've never seen ET you know. I can't remember ET. I don't think I've seen. I ET. think I've I've seen it, but it's been so long. I think, no, I've got to have seen ET. Which when I was younger. I feel like me and you have probably. Watched We've got ET. to have watched ET. But anyway, who be Halloween? Like, <laughs> if you like Adam Sandler comedies, watch it. But it's not. It's not really the best film in the world at all. It's pretty. Don't, and if you don't like Adam Sandler comedies, watch it because it's funny anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not I, I'm, I'm it's not. Gonna, not I'm not going to lie. Man. I enjoyed it more than I think I had any right. I stubbornly to. enjoyed it. I was like, this is this is bad, but I, like, I, think, I quite like it. Do you know like you know sometimes when like. You, you go to put on a film and you're in like a room full of like people and then everyone hates it and you go, you know what, I'm going to find the reason why it's good. <laughs> I think that's what I did with Hubie Halloween. Except so you like, sat every... watching it with me and I liked it. I'm, I'm more meant for, like, I'm more yeah, meant, I'm, I'm more meant for the others. <laughs> you know, like, because, um, yeah, because I'll, I'll like watch it and then like, you know, our housemate will just be like, this is honestly an awful film. And I'll be like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Do you know what is good? Um, this kind of I mean out of the ones we watched recently this is probably the, one of the best ones I've seen which is Ready or Not Ready or Not is really good 
uh, so one like that's smart weaving as well. I really like comedy Vegas. horror. Like I think that's just like something I really enjoy for some reason. And so like I thought that was really good, and I thought the ending was so yeah. well earned. And I won't ruin it, but I just think it was really well done. And I thought something I really like about it is that she like holds her own. Like she's someone who like absolutely every time she does made a decision in that film, I was like, sound. I wasn't watching it going like, oh, for God's sake, yeah. think. You know, when you get the girl like, ah, and you're like, oh, come on. Like, yeah, she like, was like you, clever you, and she was like making the right decisions. And then she would like get in, like, there's a bit where she gets like a, a nail through her hand and she like gets through it. And you're like, oh, I don't think, oh, so I don't think I can do that. And you're like, yeah. fair play. Yeah, no, Go that's, on, girl. Go on. Go on, girl. Give it some. She's like absolutely like fighting back against everyone. And she's like the yeah. cleverest one in it, which I thought was quite good. And I just like that. I just think, and it's cool as well because she's like dressed up as a bride. So there's like a cool aesthetic where she's getting like all blood all over it. Yeah. She's like a bride. It's like kind of, it's like cool. It's like not the, it's not like the last cheerleader and running like through even, the woods kind of thing. Like, like she holds though, her like, own. You could argue that like the setting of it's played out because it's like, yeah, we've seen so many horrors in like mansions. Yeah. You've seen that like so many times, but it does show you that you can get a location, use like just a completely different sort of premise and it'll make you go, Right, so this location now mm. looks a lot cooler yeah. because it's under a completely different like context. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? As well, I yeah, I just think um, I think there's something really funny about watching killers figure out how to kill, like this because it's just so bizarre that they have to discuss it. I thought there was like a yeah, full there, element. Yeah, there was something. There's an element of like, how are we going to do this? Like, do we do that? And they're like, because they're like they the whole like, the whole premise is that they've like they they play a game and then they pull out the card that means they're going to have to kill her. And they've all accepted that that's what they're going to have to do. And they're all and they're not, nuts because the they are willing is they, to do they it. They would never assume it is obviously like some of the context yeah. is like that they, they they wouldn't have done it, but that now they think that they have yeah. to. And that's kind of like yeah. why they why they are doing it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to explain without watching it, I guess. Yeah, it's a good it, film. It's what, it isn't like Ready or Not, one of those sort of films where like, you know, when you explain the plot, it sounds Dumb. stupid. Yeah. But it is but the film knows like, it. But the it, film knows it. The film knows that the plot's kind of stupid, but it's smarter with the rest of it. I yeah. think. But it also it's is very, just really good at being a comedy. But you know, I said about like um, it lands with both of. Just said with like horrors, like not being very rewatchable. That's one of the films that is. Like I could yeah. rewatch that. It's quite light. Um, and then one of my favorites. I could watch it tonight for Saw Seven if you want. <laughs> one of my favorites is uh, <laughs> is uh, I really like the Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. I mean, that's got like a that's got a by the numbers name and the trailer for it even doesn't do it justice. And it's really annoying because the whole thing about the film is you need to just watch it because, and I can't even reveal why, because it's like the thing basically plays on stereotypes. So when they put the trailer together, if I'm right, the trailer is still kind of like a group of teens go to a cabin in the woods. If you, but you're like, no, like the whole film is about that and what that. I feel like one of, one of the best ways of describing it without giving anything away is saying that if you watch the trailer knowing that it's trying to be meta in yeah. the trailer and then like try and take that on board yeah. rather than looking at it's it and going self-aware. like this is very stereotypical but that's the only thing is that because it only shows you the meta parts but without showing you the parts that make it better yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, it, exactly, like, it makes it exactly. so that when you watch the trailer you go this is going to be a pretty by the numbers yeah. cabin, in the, teens goes to the cabin in the woods horror like, film. It's, it's just nothing like that. But the film's all about like why kind of those tropes happen in horror films mm. and, and it, it, it has a really cool premise for making that happen. It's also got one of the most nuts endings to any film I've ever seen and I just, I love it because I yeah I just think it's, I think it's quite boldly calls itself the cabin in the woods even though it's like, you know, it could give itself a name to give something more away 
Yeah. I just I just like I like a lot about that film. I think it's, it's also really quite strange knowing that like you know when you do watch it, it's like that bit like these parts that you're on about like towards the end. Those are probably the bits where like about like the most budget's gone into them. Yeah. But they've still chose to keep that from the trailer. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And that's if it's like, right like that. If I remember right, the trailer was like that. But I probably yeah, Google the trailer now and you realise I'm just not talking any sense. But no, I think well, I ended up watching it afterwards, and it's like I think that there's like there's a bit in there. Some shots that like, like make you go. That's a setting that doesn't quite look like the rest of the trailer. Yeah. But you don't but get like any when you, when when so when everything comes together in like literally the space of like like what you'll get like a three second clip of like mm. something running past the camera. I love doing that. You know, do you? I I love watching trailers after films and going, yeah. oh, how did I how did I miss how obvious that was? There'll be a yeah. shot in there about like with like you know you'll be watching a film that's set on farm and there'll be like a spaceship. You know, I'm like, oh, I missed that. Yeah. <laughs> Not that ridiculous, but you know what I mean. You'll be like. Oh, it's clearly about more than that. I just didn't think yeah. that from the trailer. I find that really fascinating. Or like, I've realised how much they've teased one section of the film and not another. I just find that interesting. But maybe that's just because I'm a, just a big old nerd. <laughs> right. <laughs> the you I reckon we very quickly, what we're going to do now is just rattle off our top fives. Or we've kind of, we say top five. I don't really have like a strict top five. I've got like a I've, rough top five. I don't think I've got a top five, but I'm, there's one that we actually have not spoke about at all here. Quickly drop really it in. Quick. No, it's going to be part of the top, so I'll, I'll we can right. reveal it later. Do you want to go? Do you want to go first? I can show you your list because you've got it on my phone. No oh, shit. I, yeah, in fact, give me the list. <laughs> there you go. Scott's going to go first with his list that I've just right, given him the, to read the, out. It was the first one. What was it? <laughs> so, um, yeah, well, obviously, like aliens. Like, well, do you want me to just basically go up it and sort of like? Yeah, I mean, are they in a strict one to five, or are they just? Not uh, really these like... are my five favourites. I think they're not. Really. <laughs> these, this like... is how relaxed this podcast has been. Yeah, yeah it's been quite an odd one. But like obviously, we've already spoke about Cabin in the Woods, and that's definitely one yeah. of them. Um, Alien, we only really touched on it a bit. Oh, Alien's great. But Alien is like yeah, great. Alien's great. I love Alien, and that's like I mean, I'd, like, even though the second one goes bigger, I do think that the first one is better. But they're different films. One's an action film. One's a yeah. One's a sci-fi action. One's sci-fi horror. And I think that's why they've it's, always it's aware of it, world. and that's why they know that it works. Sort of yeah, thing. yeah. But um, before I wake. I'm surprised that I've not actually taken any time to just be rattling off about Mike Flanagan as a whole because how much me and you both really love Hush mm, as well. I like Hush, yeah. Like Hush is a really strong one. He did that, um, is it Gerard's Game? Gerald's Game? I can't remember which one, but like the Stephen King one that's like an adaptation. It's got, uh, is it Carla Gugino? The mum from Spy Kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I know the mum from Spy Kids. She's definitely more than the mum from Spy Kids, but... She's in you know, Sin City when, as well. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember much of how she's done, but yeah. yeah. Just them. Um, it's locked itself, but I can remember go, I can remember some of them. Um, <laughs> There's only five of them. You've read off like two or three. I've done three. Yeah. Three. yeah. You, know, you know what else you've got? I can read them to you if you've No, I've got the other two. So I'm surprised that we've not really... Well, we spoke obviously a little bit about Hot Fuzz, but Shaun of the Dead is another one where it's like, I know that it's not really a horror. Mm. It is, though. But it's got zombies. It can arguably be one. It's a comedy horror. Like It's it, more it, of a horror than um, Eight uh, Mile being a musical. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we're going to re... Oh, yeah, we're rehashing that fight. <laughs> <laughs> and, that was a cop. And then your last then, one. This is the one where I'm like, I'm surprised we've not spoke about this at all, but like, Quiet Place. You know, when we're talking about, like, when we're talking about cinemas and everything like that, it's like, I can't imagine anything worse than... 
Oh, there's, there's a possibility that it could be because I remember watching Jeremy John's review of it and then mm. being like it was great watching it at the cinema because everyone was like silent yeah. there was a mood but I was like I know that if I went cinema to watch oh. Quiet Place I'd get that one twat yeah that's a film you don't want <laughs> everyone like, to be allowed during if you're kind of watching a if you're watching a horror that is about silence yeah <laughs> and and everyone's just going like <laughs> in the popcorn at the back yeah. I'll be like this is stupid there you don't need just it. Rustling a big old bag of skittles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two's on that fag lad. You don't need it. Mine are. I reckon he did it. The Quiet Place is great, actually. I I, I really the I won't ruin it, but the bit where he um doesn't the, be quiet. The, <laughs> <laughs> that bit's that bit's poignant. The part He's not where quiet. The, the part where the place isn't quiet. Yeah, the quite the the loud man and not the quiet place. That bit's good. So I actually think that I've you, put Ready or Not quite high, but maybe it's because I watched it recently. I just really like that film in terms of like reason. I really liked the new It. I don't know why I liked it so much the first one, but I just did like it. I found the clown. I don't like clowns. I'm, I think I'm in that sweet spot where I find clowns scary, but I don't have a fear of clowns. Yeah. So I do find it like oh oh that's weird because there's something just off about something being so happy and just wrong, and I just found that really like ah. Because like yeah. I say, I like the balance of things making me laugh and not, and that's kind of what the clown does. He'll like say something funny and then freak you out, and I'm like, yeah. oh, I just really enjoyed. There's um, like characters like the Joker are just so cool as well. Yeah, like, literally. When you, yeah, when you watch that. the Joker, um, I put Cabin in the Woods, which yeah, I I implore people to see. That's such a great film. Yeah. And then another film, Raw. I love that's that film. one that I didn't really think of. I really love. I that almost film. forgot that it was a horror because it was that art house that I almost yeah, wrote it in a completely different category. It's a bit artsy. It's a yeah. It's a really. It's a really good film. I can't remember if it's French or Belgian, but it's a really good film. And it's like the the whole kind of premise is that this girl goes to this like veterinary school, and she's like as part of an initiation, they make her eat some like uh, rabbit, and she's like a vegetarian or vegan. I can't remember. And then she like tastes meat for the first time and she starts to like develop like a hunger for it. Mm. And she's like trying to, it's like a kind of coming of age film because she's going through um, like veterinary school, like, you know, kind of like she's, she's, but she's like staying there. It's a bit like, she, but mm. I mean, you can kind of compare it to like uni here, but at the same time. So she's trying to like, find her way in life but at the same time as like developing this like need to like eat things. And it's kind of like, it's just really good and it's, she's a really everyone's really good in it and it's kind of freaky and it's artsy but I don't think it's too artsy in a way where like it's boring it's just like a, an odd film and then I thought the ending was really good as well which I think some people are a bit on the fence about but see I, I was a little bit more on the fence about the ending I think. yeah I, like, think I, I, I can see why it was like really I can see why it was good but I think it was like obviously I don't know I felt like there was something else that was going on before I got the ending that was like oh no this is just like kind of cool and then yeah. by the end of it it was like a maybe it didn't need to explain oh, it as much do you think maybe yeah maybe it didn't need to be as like explicit but maybe yeah, it that, could be implied and it would have had the same effect yeah. maybe more effect because you'd be thinking about it more than being told it uh, yeah but, but I, I there's an I, argument for both I really like that film I remember going to cinema to see that and just being like this is just like something different like I've not seen and I just really was taken to it so I love that film and then um Another, it's once again, mine's mine are all new films. Really, I really, really like Get Out. 
Um, I really like Us, but I really like Get Out as well. But I have thrown those together. I would not like those to be held against yeah. me in the court of law. You know, I'm not strict on, strict on those films. I, I think Get Out is them. a much stronger film than Us. Yeah. At the same time, that I think that Us might be a more like rewatchable film, just because I I I, I kind of find that I think there's more to it. I, that was a film that everyone ruined because the second she started speaking, it was like laughing. <laughs> Yeah. And it kind of made me smile. I was like, mm. I was, I was like, oh, I knew that that'd be slightly. Because the idea is that she's not spoken for years and years or whatever. And she's yeah. like, there was a girl or something like that, and everyone's yeah. just like, what was that? And everyone, you know, it's one of the things where she's talking like this, and everyone's obviously <laughs> laughing their heads off, and you're just there like, oh, I can't watch this now because everyone's making me laugh. Yeah, um, yeah, but I, I really like Get Out. It's like Get it was Out. already parodied before anyone had even yeah. heard it. Yeah. Like it was like I think that's one of the things where like you know like now it's like I can't actually watch you know when we were on about it like during the Nolan one it's like I can't watch Dark Knight without finding you know Batman's voice slightly funny or yeah. Bane I'm just like I'm in stitches yeah. I shouldn't be yeah I find yeah you're so used to it because I just know that it's already something that I can't wait to take the piss out of the second <laughs> that they have stopped talking yeah yeah that's true. <laughs> I know what you mean there is just something like naturally funny about those things it is difficult though because some things are just funny if you isolate them. Yeah. I try I try not to laugh then I get past it but if someone else makes me laugh then I'm like yeah it's kind of funny like because I I'm, I do think those things I, I, I'm i not like above it like I'll watch a film and someone will say I have a silly voice and I'll be like that's funny but I just kind of go like Joe you're going to ruin the film if you start laughing I have to like slap myself on the wrist because I'm such a silly person that like I have to slap myself on the wrist and be like take it seriously and I'm like okay <laughs> yeah, I feel like I end up having a little bit of a schoolboy mentality where I'm like, I'm not supposed to laugh at it. Yeah. Well, have you ever watched like Lord of the Rings with someone who's just not into that sort of thing? Yeah. And it's just like, it starts off and it's like, there were seven rings. And everyone's just like, oh God. And you're yeah. sat there like, well, I know it's stupid, but I like it. It's like, just let me watch it. It's you're like, like, I know it's a bit much, but I mean, there's so much more to it. Yeah, yeah. Which I realise is inherently probably a bad thing. By the way, I don't know if there is seven rings. I haven't watched Lord of the Rings in a while and I should know that because I'm a hu- huge Lord of the Rings we've watched it during lockdown yes well, help me out Scott how many <laughs> rings are there then I don't remember how many rings you can just say that you don't remember the ring <sighs> but, I'm, but I'm a hack I feel like it is seven I feel like it's seven or it's ten I feel like this. I feel like someone gets seven rings seven rings is something else if not oh f- no Joe I've just realised what it is <laughs> what during that Sonic game on the Wii <laughs> 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 it, no, you get no. You give seven rings to the dwarves, man. That's what I'm thinking. Seven to the. Oh, he goes like he was like. I think there was like. I didn't realize how Snow Whitey that bit was. Seven rings for the dwarves and nine rings for the Metsy. Like we're trading off here now. But look, the point is, horror is pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool to be scared. Look, don't let anyone tell. The message from this podcast is: don't let anyone tell you that you can't be scared. You're allowed to be scared. You're allowed to be anything you want to be in this life. Just push forward and feel those emotions and get them out of yourself. Be yourself. Be free. Scott, you got any closing notes? This one goes out for... Of course I don't have any closing notes. How do I follow up from that? <laughs> right. How do I follow up from something that hauntingly beautiful? It was, I wish I'd have rehearsed something or written something down to really get it together, but I didn't. But, you know, it is what it is. But we'll wrap it up there, I think. Because we've we've rattled on a bit today, but we, yeah. I don't know. It's nice to do these every now and again. It's nice to have your conversations in your own house. Feel like they mean a bit more just because you filmed them and whacked them online. You know, it kind of like, cause to be honest, you've not been doing much else. So it's nice to uh, kind of do this. So thanks. It's good to get out of my room and 
It's just another one. I guess. <laughs> be in another room, talk with the same person that I talk to all day every day with headphones on. <laughs> but this time we have microphones. <laughs> What's that? Bit Give yourself a platform. Like, What's that? I can't remember what it's on. Where they're on about like stand up is like, do you know what the difference is between? Oh no, it's on um, is um, Jim Jeffries where he's on about like, do you know what the difference is between stand up and a drunk shouting at things? He just points at the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true, actually. That's pretty much it. It's like it's like we've we we're just like this would be happening if it wasn't for everything else that's going on. Yeah. We just wax them. Well, it does. It'll, it'll it'll go on just after this conversation where we get downstairs and pop a film on. Yeah. But thank you everyone for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. We're gonna come back in about a few weeks time, and we're gonna do a Christmas one. So we'll, we'll put some stuff up online. So let us know any. Yeah, message either of us with some kind any of things Christmas, for us to watch. We any, really want to just rinse through some Christmas films. Any Christmas hidden gems? ones, Or even like the obvious ones, because I feel like there yeah. might be some obvious ones that we just go, ah, we keep forgetting about that. Yeah, that's And then true. we just never get around to it. I'm not going to lie, bit of a bit of a mic drop. I, I think I've seen it, but I can't remember Home Alone. You've not seen Home Alone? I've, I've, I think I've seen it. We should watch Home Alone. Gonna, Home Alone will be a topic. <laughs> let's do, for let's, a fact. We'll call it Christmas Classics and we'll just watch through some belters. Then we can just do some like, underrated films at the yeah. end or something if people ain't seen it. But yeah, we're going to watch some Christmas <clears throat> films, so let us know. And uh, yeah, thanks again. So yeah, let's wrap it up there. You got anything to say as always? I always like to hand it over to you, but obviously you're just going to be like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> um, follow Joe on OnlyFans. Um, 